This week on Nintendo Main, we go moon chasing. And the princess really doesn't like me that much. If Luigi's not in this game, I'm going to be pissed. to Nintendo Main, episode 94, getting up there. Uh, we are your hosts. I'm Trey Gushin Johnson. <laughs> this was my favorite capture, dude, is <laughs> Gushin, because he's like kind of like having Super Mario Sunshine in this, sort of. Which one's Gushin? He's the guy in the water bubble that you can like fly. Oh, man, that was my favorite guy, too. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah, that was cool. He's awesome. I want to remember his name for the uh, <laughs> for the I'm, nicknames. I'm Jeremy Pokio Mikowski. And I'm John Crazy Cap Knitter. Crazy Caps. And we're here to talk about Super Mario Odyssey. We all got that yes, game. Sir. It's our big, uh, you know, we did all this episodes before this about Mario. But hey, we got the new Mario out and we're going to talk a bunch about it. But first, let's talk about ourselves and the news and all that stuff. I don't think I bought anything this week aside from Super Mario Odyssey. That I know of. Did you guys? Yeah, that was it for me. Yeah. That's all I bought. Well, I did. And, uh, yeah. Nothing physical this week, for sure. Like, I didn't buy any physical games. Yeah, neither did I. Well, I don't buy... Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, I, I got those Game Boy Advance the Doom 1 and 2 games that I ordered, like, a while ago, but I think I said that I already bought those. So, if I have Doom for Game Boy Advance, which is cool, Doom, Doom 1 and 2. I just remember John saying last week that he was going to be the winner of purchasing physical things this week. Yeah, he's going to be... That's true. The, I did win. Yeah, because you... a big winner. Because you bought a physical so game, and one. I haven't one done that. Physical yeah. item. <laughs> I have two physical games. That's it in my in my whole thing. So it's pretty cool. So yeah, okay, let's talk news real quick. What we're going to do for Super Mario Odyssey, since this is our Super Mario Odyssey episode, we're going to do news, we're going to take a break, and then we're going to get into Super Mario Odyssey, but we're going to talk everything pre-ending of the story mode, and then we'll take a break, and then we'll do like spoilers after that. Because we've all beat the game already, and I'm sure if you have the game, you've probably beat it, but... In case you don't have the game, you know, we'll do a spoiler warning and then we'll do all our spoiler stuff at the very, very end. So just to let you know, that's how we'll do it. So yeah, was there a, did you guys see a whole lot of news this week? I know uh, Do- Doom is on the eShop now. That was like the one big thing that I wrote down. It's but, out? No, it's it's not out, but it's on there. But there's no pre- like the preload. There's no preload and it doesn't say like how much it takes up, which is kind of concerning <laughs> to me. I mean, isn't it supposed to take up like 30 gigs or something for the for the multiplayer? I would think so. Yeah. So I kind of wanted to know how big how big it was going to be. But uh, yeah, I, yeah, I saw that on there. There's, but there's no seems to be no preload thing. Um, there's a bunch of shit coming out. We can uh, we'll talk about that. Yeah, some new game announcements. Yeah, there's that Korg game coming to the Switch. Did you see that? That's pretty cool to talk about. That is cool. I'm really interested on in how that's gonna. Didn't you play that to the TV? Didn't you play that on DS or get that version? I got it for, or my brother had it. I never had it myself. Oh, I felt I felt like you had it or you played it or something. Or you know somewhere. what? My uh, my friend had it that I used to be my roommate. He had it on the DS, so I played it on his. Oh, okay, copy. Uh, Rocket League got a release date. That's coming out on the fourteenth. Fourteenth, yeah, yeah, four days after Doom. So that's a big thing, I guess. So 
We have that. Bucks. Coming. Yeah, we have that around the corner. How much is it? Fifteen bucks, I've heard. Oh, fifteen. Okay. I think so. Is it fifteen or twenty? I don't know. Fifteen's the magic number. I really feel like that's the magic number so for an indie game. It should be free. <laughs> I don't know about that. I mean, there should be a demo or something that you can try try out. Is what I think. Because uh, maybe a time demo, thirty seconds of Rocket League. Yeah, <laughs> apparently, uh, was it um, Famitsu gave uh, Sonic Forces like a thirty-five out of forty? There's some news for you. I mean, that's not yeah, an awful score, I guess. We forgot to mention last week that there's a ton of games on sale. I mean, in case you really wanted that Astro Bears game, it's it's on sale for four dollars now. There are some sales that ended on the thirty-first. I know that much. Oh yeah, they're still up. Looks like most of the stuff that I saw is still up here for right now. But I want to see if uh, they actually had a price on here for Rocket League. No, Rocket League's not even on the coming soon yet. But next week it only shows. Uh, well, I guess uh, was it um, Monopoly already came out. So if you guys were looking seventy to, years ago, if you're looking to drop forty dollars on Monopoly, that game's out. I mean, ugh, that's a lot of that's a lot of money for that. I wonder if anybody actually bought it. Apparently, apparently it takes like five minutes for it to load too. The you know, funny aside, I saw a video online today, a YouTube video of somebody that uh, got a hold of an old uh, Monopoly set from World War II. Yeah, and it was oh. when every, it was when uh, everything was like being rationed and like everything was in short supply. So it was like a wartime version that they made. So it didn't have the little tokens for the play, like the uh, players. Think of all the little, like the little iron and the dog and everything. Yeah, it was a. Uh, it was like a. It was just another building, like one of the hotels with like a little paper thing on top of it in the shape of the different game pieces. Then all the cards were like on really, really cheap like paper and they didn't have backs on them. You know, there wasn't a design on the back. It was just like the super bare bones version that they released. Oh, it's probably more valuable. Yeah, it was pretty it was pretty interesting to see how I guess they felt like they still needed to make Monopoly because people still wanted it during the war. Yeah. <laughs> well, they need something to make them feel better about life, I guess. It's a crazy Monopoly thing. That's more interesting than Monopoly coming out for Switch. Way more interesting. But there was a, there's some game called Perception that came out uh, for Halloween. Looks pretty scary. Uh, some lady with bugs crawling on her face. Battle Crashers, Cartoon Network Battle Crashers came out. Monster Jam Crush It came out if you want to do some monster truck shit. Let's see, we have uh, Wheels of Aurelia coming out. Super Beat Sports, the Sparkle Evo 2. More Fight looks kind of cool. It's like a first person shooter thing. And that's what it looks like. That's all that's coming out this week so far. That's kind of low for uh, eShop releases, unless there's going to be. Compared like, to what we've gotten used to, yeah. Yeah, because it's been like 20 a week pretty much. But uh, how many of those do you think people were, they were rushing to get out before Odyssey? All of them, I think, <laughs> for the most part, I right? Mean, there had to have been like some motivation to be like, all right, we got to beat out this AAA game that's about to release. It's like that's all anyone's going to care about for a little bit. Yeah. Well, they also wanted to get it out of the way so they could just like have all their work done, and then go home and play Odyssey, not worry about that's their game much. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> so I uh, have a point there. I don't know what I'm going to do for a new Twitch game of the week play tomorrow. For Thursday, like last week, I waited till Odyssey came out and played it later. But I might just play whatever the Neo Geo game is that comes out because you should do uh, the Picross game. Picross S. <laughs> Why? Because I can't do it because you have to play it on the thing in your hand. Oh, that's true. Well, I wanted to do new stuff that comes out on the week, but I'm kind of low on money, so and I have some money left over. Like I put money on the system, and I have some money left over, so I'll just use that probably to get whatever the Neo Geo thing is. Did you see that uh, L.A. Noir is going <laughs> to take up at least 14 gigs of however you say that? It takes up 14 gigs of uh, space, even if you have the cartridge, you still need 14 gigs free on your hard drive. Yeah, that, I have a feeling that Doom's oh. going to do that too. That's why I was curious, like what the download would be for it. it says a total download's twenty nine if you 
just do the for sets, for you know for, for, no, for noir or doom yeah for, for la noir so if you get the cartridge you're just really buying half the game yep. yeah pretty much it looks like the neo geo is art of fighting three comes out tomorrow so maybe i'll get one of the older ones that I haven't played the either of those beat em ups. I don't know. Stay tuned to Twitch, which will already happen by the time this comes up, so it doesn't matter. But if you saw it, then you did. But uh yeah, Doom is coming out for sixty dollars, so any chance of it being less has gone. But yeah, it's just weird that it's completely skipped like how much it would be. Like how much you need on your system to download it. Owlboy got a release date. Owlboy? Yeah. When's that? February thirteenth. Of next year. That's a long time yeah, from now. It's What's time, it called? a long time from now. It's called Owlboy and it's pretty cool. It's a pretty popular indie game that got really good reviews. It's been on Steam for a while, but it's kind of a side scroller adventure game, I guess kind of a Metroidvania. I've heard of it, to yeah. Extent. Or Metvania, like I like to call it. So that it. helps a little bit. Yeah. You so, are an owlboy. Yeah. For sure. So uh, it was um, it was the week of Halloween this week. We got to say a little bit about like scary games, right? We did that last year. I mean, Jeremy and I already did a list, but do you want to do a list first off? Did you guys do any costumes for this year at all? No costumes for me, no. I did not costume. Oh, okay. I, I wore... ordered a costume, but it didn't come in time. So did you? I'm getting my costume tomorrow or the next day. Did, what did you order a costume of? Uh, I just got a Star Trek costume. Just because? Yeah, because I figured I wanted to be Star Trek, a Star Trek guy for Halloween. But now I'm getting it after Halloween, so I'll just have it for the future. Oh, okay. I'm like, is it just the giant Star Trek symbol? And you'll just wear that, and you're like, I'm Star Trek. What's up? I'm literally <laughs> Star Trek. It's just the title screen. Yeah. <laughs> That'd be funny. No, it's uh, it's one of the blue shirts, so it's from the original series. Have you seen uh, Have you seen any of the new Star Trek yet? I have not. Oh well, if you happen to watch it, we've done part two podcasts about it on the Honey Darling show. I did just finish Stranger Things today. I didn't watch all. I didn't watch all that. I haven't watched it yet. We we watched like the first. If you guys guys do one about that, I'd I would be a guest if you needed a guest. Oh sure, yeah. Well, we have two left still. We'll have to fit it in somewhere, but we'll do. I'm sure we'll do that. We did one about the first season. Yeah, we watched. uh, We kind of traded back and forth between that and Mario on the Mario Day. But we watched. What are there nine episodes? We've watched seven episodes. There's two left. Yeah, I watched all of it. The Stranger Things in the last couple of days. So yeah, I slowed my roll on Mario a little bit, but we'll talk. To, we'll talk about that. Sure. Well, I did a Nintendo themed costume. I basically wore my old uh, Cat Mario costume that I did before Nintendo Main was ever a thing, where I have this lion suit that I paid way too much money for that I'd like to reuse as much as I can. So I put <laughs> this like lion onesie on, and I wore my Mario hat, and I uh, just added eyes to it, so now it's cappy, and I got a big giant mustache to wear, like a fake mustache to wear over my regular mustache. So it looked pretty funny. So I got a... I, I ran into a couple people who actually knew what it was, you know, that were like, man, Odyssey, it's a good game. Because I wore it like it. Good- the two bars that I work at. So Did you run into anybody who understood specifically that you were Mario possessing Cat Mario? <laughs> that I was Cappy possessing my old costume? No, I don't think anybody yeah. anybody knew that. Okay. There are a lot of people that said that they thought it was two costumes in one. And I was like, well, yeah, it is. There were these it's really... actually three costumes in one. Yeah, sort of. That's true. But, uh, but yeah, it's a... Uh, but people recognize Cappy. Like a lot of people were like, oh, yeah, Cappy. So it's gotten... And it had only been out for like a day when I wore that, so... So I wore it on the 28th and 29th. So, you know, it's, it's, words, words been getting around about Super Mario Odyssey. Some you people, see. some people didn't know about it too, though. So I was like, Super Mario Odyssey came out yesterday. They're like, what's that? And I'm like, okay, whatever. You don't know shit. You'll get a check from Nintendo for that. <laughs> for not knowing what it is. For your, for doing merch, like our uh, street team for Nintendo. Let people know about Odyssey. Yeah, I wish. They'll send you, they'll send you a check saying, hey, thanks for the advertising. Yeah, here's a tenth of our, like, 
two million sales. Do you guys have the sales for uh, Super Mario Odyssey? We should probably talk about that in our uh, yeah. I got all the news. sales on top of the Odyssey completed. No, I mean, uh, do you know how much it was? How many they sold? Ah, <laughs> uh, no, I heard it was two million or two million sold. Yeah, right. At least that's pretty good. It hasn't been out for a week even, and uh, Forbes two million. said that a twenty-five percent install base bought it. Twenty-five percent. That's pretty. Oh yeah, yeah because there's like yeah. switches. Because what? There's like eight there's million like sold or something like that. Switches yeah. sold. Yep, that's already on pace to outsell the uh, whole lifetime sales of the Wii U in one year. Well, the Wii U has like what fifteen million, something like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's already halfway there. Living on a prayer. <laughs> yes, and I keep it keep it moving. Um, so yeah. So anyway, let's talk about uh, so your horror games, John. Do you have a list of those? Sure. For, uh, I came up with a, we got to do somewhat of a Halloween games, episode I don't here. Necessarily my five favorite horror games, but I certainly like them. Yeah. Uh, my first is the Resident Evil GameCube remake. Yeah, that's a good um, one. Yeah, I love that. Love that game. I mean, Resident Evil was a, a perfect game, well, just near perfect game as it was, and then the GameCube version came out, and I just remember. Uh, well, I can talk about the game, and I can talk about how uh, we actually kind of met because of that game. We met because of that game. Yeah. Uh, the game itself. Um, uh, the first time I saw it, it was just the, I couldn't believe the graphics on it. The graphics were just beautiful, and they still hold up hold up to this day. Um, it was really atmospheric, really scary, and as much as uh, you could possibly get scared by a game, I think it was right about there. Things would jump out at, from the windows and everybody knows about the resident evil stuff yeah. so i don't need to go back and explain i don't know if uh, everything about that but i don't know if i mentioned this before about that game but you know that game came out when we were both in college at columbia yeah. and uh my roommate my weird roommate had a camera that he stuck like in the hallway so you could like see like who was at our door or whatever whenever they knocked at right. the door but there was like a microphone on the camera and it was like hooked up to his computer and like this camera was on like all the time so like you would hear all these really weird creaks like in the hallway like like late at night when nobody was out in the dorm and i would play that Resident Evil game like in the living room with that and that computer was like always on with that hallway sound on and it just like made it extra creepy for me for some reason like the game in itself was scary but like hearing all these weird creaks in the hallway through this weird camera was like an, an extra part to it so made that made my first the, playthrough like really your crazy roommate could come busting out the door at any second <laughs> yeah but it was uh yeah it was it made it a more interesting experience i guess for that i'm I'm half remembering something about your crazy roommate well Didn't this is keep dressing in the bottle uh, in the shower like bottles of dressing in the shower <laughs> no uh but he did accuse people of stealing a shampoo and stuff like that and his dressing, I think, yeah. He, and he did accuse I, people I of stealing his dressing, yeah. <laughs> Am I? Well, he accused people okay. of stealing stuff from him. That's a, that was actually a different guy. He didn't have the uh, the the one roommate that put the camera in the in the hallway. Like he wasn't that. That was probably the, the craziest thing that he did. But he wasn't still, that weird. He but, just was a silly college kid. Yeah, but uh, I mean, that was probably the weirdest thing he did. But yeah, no, the other guy I had was a total like psycho drug addict dude that uh, I don't know. He was insane. He was like super OCD about everything and accusing people of stealing his stuff. 
constantly. <laughs> so it was weird. Yeah. It would be like, do well, you, be like, you use my mayonnaise? I'm like, uh, is uh, Resident Evil 4. Yeah. I uh, figured you'd I put love, that one I love on Resident there. Evil 4, and you could argue it's more of an action game, but it certainly has scary moments. For uh, sure. It's just, to me, that game is like set piece after set piece. You know how people get into the habit sometimes, or I got in the habit of saving a game right before a part that I liked. Yeah, so you can return I to it. Play it again. I had so many different save files for Resident Evil 4, just so I could go back and show people when they came over, hey, check this out, check that out. That was Resident Evil 4 for me, just continual highlights throughout the whole game. So I, I loved that game. Oh, sure, yeah. Yeah, I yeah. think you showed me like the like one of the like the river boss or something on there, like when you get in the boat. Yeah, the, the boat, yeah. the giant monster in the lake. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I think you had something to say for that. Yeah, that's definitely on there. That's a game that would, that's a game that's really, I'm surprised I haven't tried to re-release that in some way on the Switch or something. But Capcom hasn't really come around yet on the Switch. I mean, they sort of have, they're doing the revelations, but we'll see. That's probably, they should just like slap Resident Evil 4 on there. Just be like here. Resident Evil 4 HD version. <laughs> Buy it. Oh, and they'll no, just it'll make be money. its own thing, but I, I'm positive it'll come to the Switch. It's on every, literally everything else. Yeah, I think you can get it on your i like iPad. Yeah, so it's it should be on there. I mean, uh, yeah, like I said, they they seem to be late to game, late late to the game, but I'm sure they'll come around on it. What else do you got? My next game is for the Genesis. It's The Haunting, starring Poltergeist. I never played so, that game or saw it. So this game is kind of different, and I've only played it on emulator. That's how I found out about it. It's a comedic game. Sort of in the style of like Zombies Ate My Neighbors, almost, where you you play as a ghost and your job is to scare the residents out of uh, out of the house. You're like, it's like Beetlejuice, really. Yeah. So you have to go around the house and you have to haunt different items and scare the residents out of the house. So it's a little bit of a limited game. Like it's about possessing different items and seeing what happens, watching all the animations, and sort of once you've seen it all, you probably seen it all i just I made you, you you could get a good hour out of the game oh really but yeah but the animation is really great for the genesis and it has a lot of personality and it's funny so i recommend it the haunting starring poltergeist you can get it for uh, 20 bucks in box off of uh, ebay so no shipping yeah i don't know if i would pay 20 bucks for it i think I, if i paid 10 bucks for it i'd I'd be happy with it. Well, that was well, some people are showing they're selling it for fifty. So there's one in here for five hundred that uh, claims it's factory sealed. So twenty bucks is a lot better than that. But no, I would try out something like that for sure. I mean, I hadn't even heard of the game until just now. So I like uh, horror yeah, games. What's it on? Yeah, it's, it's funny. Genesis, the original PlayStation. Oh, Genesis, Sega Genesis. Oh, yeah. So uh, it's a cartridge. <laughs> I have to collect those physical stuff what else the you next got? game i'll recommend is one that i've never actually played myself but i've seen it on youtube i watched a whole playthrough of this game uh clock tower for super nintendo oh yeah that's another one i didn't play clock tower clock tower there's actually multiple in this series it continued on to playstation 2 and i think the latest one was out on ps3 uh, a couple of years ago but um yeah, so a clock tower, it's like a point-and-click adventure game, like a LucasArts style game. Yeah. And you play as a girl who goes to a mansion with a bunch of other kids. I think they're her siblings. And pretty much right from, from the get-go, she discovers that it's haunted by this being called the Scissor Man. No. And it's a great, it's a game that's like a gothic horror style game, like an HP Lovecraft kind of thing. Yeah. And uh, every once in a while, you'll just start to hear the scissors like off screen, and you feel like a sense of dread, like this guy is just like coming after you throughout the whole game. Um, sort of like in the way 
nemesis came after you in Resident Evil 3. Yeah. It's just this persistent enemy so coming just, after you. So it's not like... And it's, it's another short one, it's too. It's like Scissor Song. About an hour. It's not like stars. Isn't that what the nemesis guy says when he chases you? Oh, yeah. Doesn't he say stars over and over again? Because that's like what their cop team is called. Stars. Yeah. But I wonder what uh, I wonder what the sound of scissors sounds like on Super Nintendo. Super Nintendo quality. We'll have to we'll have to listen to that. Or maybe it'll be on this part right here. Maybe you'll hear it right now. But what's your what's your fifth? Your final? My final in the list of my favorite scary horror games is kind of a cop out. Luigi's Mansion. That's a good, I like Luigi's Mansion. That's a good game. The original though. on uh, GameCube. On GameCube. Yes. Yeah. Hey, somebody's getting scared in that game. It's not me. It's Luigi. <laughs> but, uh, so it's a horror game. Sure. Yeah, you just had you just had to get you know Luigi mentioned at some point. In this I did, podcast. because we have to get Luigi, Luigi a needs bit of love uh, this week. Yeah. He's hurting. Yep. He is hurting for love. I mean, he had a whole year, yeah. but, you know. The L stands for winner, right? <laughs> yep. Yeah, right. Yeah, Luigi's Mansion. That was such a crazy game. It's like it was almost like a parody of Resident Evil, but much shorter. Right, right. It's just short. It's just a short game, but a pretty game. Conversion. If you ever end up getting a 3DS, you should. Busters. Yeah, for sure. If you end up getting a 3DS, you should definitely get the sequel, the Dark Moon Dark game. Moon. Yeah, I never played Dark Moon except for the demo. There's like it's six good. mansions in that game, so it's a lot longer. <laughs> it's also you know? a greatest hits, so I think it's twenty bucks now. Yeah, you can get it for twenty. I enjoyed it. I, I played through the whole way. But yeah, it's like it's basically like you go to different there's different uh mansions that you go to as you go through it. So they made it a lot longer. People are still hoping for uh Luigi's Mansion three on the Switch. I know that. So hopefully that'll happen and eventually did you uh did you want to say anything on that list or I know we did our oh, list. One more thing up. Was yeah. it, have either of you guys ever played the Luigi's Mansion arcade game? No, I want to, I though. Not. It's only in Japan, right? As far as I know. They have one here at the Dave & Buster's in LA. I got to play it. Oh, shit. That's cool. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Yeah, it's uh, How two does it players. Work? And I've only played it the one time, so you have to forgive me if I misremember how it goes. But it's like an on-rails kind of thing, where you and a friend are sitting and on a seat, and you're like riding through the, the mansion. Um, so you have to stun the ghosts, and then you have to suck them into the vacuum. That's the whole gameplay mechanic. You're just kind of scanning the screen, looking for things, and yeah, uh, you find a ghost, you stun them, suck them into the vacuum. So do you have like a just like the game. do you have like a flashlight button then, like the game, like something to flash at yeah, them? I think there was a flashlight button. Yeah, because I mean that's yeah. how it works in the game. You know, you do the flashlight and then suck them in. Right, right. And you have like a hose thing that you hold, right? Something pointed yeah, at the TV. You have the the poltergust. Okay, but you don't wear the backpack, right? You just probably hold it, and it's attached. You don't to wear the, the backpack. Whatever. No. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, I'd really like to play that game. That looks that looks neat. That's something they should release on their uh, Nintendo Arcade archives or whatever, which they won't. It's probably too new, but still, be cool. Be nice to see a sequel yeah, to release it like right after New Super Mario Brother or the Mario Brothers versus. Yeah. Then they... like, All right. Let's let's just jump ahead about forty years. Now we'll do a. <laughs> Yeah, lose game, and we'll All use right, now back uh, to ice climbers. Yeah, yeah, and then we'll <laughs> use, uh, and then uh, yeah, it'll be like ice climbers, and then they'll go to uh, Mario Kart arcade. That'd be cool too if they would release that already. Then we'll do an arcade that that hasn't even come out yet. Yeah, whatever that'll be, Luigi's Mansion Five, Four, Punch Out Seven, Punch Out, yeah, with seven screens stacked on top of each other. Sure, I know. Uh, we I did see the two screen one at, so I know there's a two screen version at least. Yeah, I, I thought you had played that one before. No, I one. hadn't. Never in a no, never in real life. Oh, because we have it at one of the at the, one of the arcade bars that we went to. So I thought you played it over there. But yeah, it's pretty tough. Like I, I think I got beat by Glass Joe on that on the two screen one. 
first time I played, so I got destroyed. I got to Pizza Pasta. Pizza Pasta? Yeah, that was the name of one of the characters. Oh, okay. I didn't get that far. Is there anything else you want to say about uh, Halloween stuff, Jeremy? Halloween games? Uh, no, I haven't really played. I mean, I got this year. I bought Touch the Dead. I played a little bit of that. Oh yeah, I have that game. It's kind of frustrating. It is. It's hard. Uh, it's a lot of tapping. <laughs> I played. I got Abadox. I mentioned that last week, but that's yeah. kind of a scary Halloweeny game. Uh, but really, I mean, I think the topic of the week had some had a little bit of spooky stuff in it. For sure. Oh, or sure. At least scary stuff. Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, we did it. We did a Halloween episode last year where we did all of our lists, but John hadn't done a list yet because he wasn't on the show yet. So I thought we could do that. But uh, let's take a break then and get into Super Mario Odyssey. All right. Yes, see. Yes, see. Super Mario Odyssey came out on the 27th, and we all got copies of it, some digital, some not, but I think we've all played through the main story, so we're not, like I said before, we're not going to talk about that until later, but let's just talk about the game, I guess, as a whole. What about, like, uh, so how have you guys played it? Have you played it motion control? Have you played it pro controller? I, like, went back and pro forth. Controller. I started pro controller, and then I couldn't, there were some things that I couldn't figure out how to do, because I felt like it kept telling me to use motion control, and it wouldn't really tell me how to do it the other way, so I started using uh, two Joy-Cons for a while, mm-hmm. but once I figured out that you don't need to do that, that you can do all the motion control stuff, like with the controller, I switched back to pro controller, so I felt kind of robbed a little bit, just from them, or not robbed, just like misdirected, I guess, for them being like, use motion, you know. See, basically what happened with me was I started with the pro controller, like you said, and it suggested that I try the motion controls, so I did, and I had just gotten done playing my Switch a bunch over my vacation, and I didn't really talk about that in the last episode, but like I took my Switch with me on my vacation, and like it was awesome. Like it was everything I hoped it would be as far as a portable system goes. Yeah. And uh, but I got used to playing on the Joy Cons from that because I was using it all in handheld mode. So when I switched back to the Joy Cons, it felt comfortable. Like it had been what I've been doing for the past few weeks anyway. Sure. So I played with the Joy Cons for a while, and it was going well. And then my battery got low. Um, the joy cons so i was like well i'll switch to the pro controller because i don't want to stop playing yeah and it felt like unnecessarily large in my hands like it felt uncomfortable and i'd already put so much time into the game playing with the joy cons that i just wanted to go back to that so i ended sure. up like just saying well i played it long enough to kill my batteries so i should just like take a break how long did so you I took a break yeah. came back to it later on once they charged up and was just more happy with the joy cons believe it or not I like the I like that interface better. Yeah, I've I've, uh, I've noticed some differences. Did you play for like twenty hours? Because doesn't it take a really long time for the Joy Cons to go dead? That's what I heard. I mean, I played on a Monday. I played for like probably eight, at least eight hours straight. Like oh, okay. when I got off of work. Yeah, 
And I'd already beat the game at that point, but I was trying to get a bunch more moons. Sure. I have this problem on the Pro Controller. Because, like, the plus button and the uh, home button are both circles, I have a hard time, like, figuring out which one's which sometimes. Oh, yeah. I still haven't and on the, remembered which one's which. And on the Joy-Con... Take all these pictures. I have so many accidental pictures. From the <laughs> yeah, I right? See. Well, and on the Joy-Con, there, there's actually, it's actually a plus and a minus, you know? Especially when you're trying to find the map. I found it easier on the Joy-Con because I've done a little bit of both. Like, I've been playing on the TV, but I've been playing it, like, on handheld mode also. You know? Just, like, kind of back and forth. And I like the way the buttons are set up on the Joy-Con's better because they're, the, like, picture and the minus are farther apart and, like, the plus and the home button are farther apart. Where they're right next to each other in the Joy-Con, so it's really easy to get confused. So, I'll say that for that. But I, I So, you mean you think you like the Pro Controllers, like... How everything's spaced out more. No, I like the way the Joy-Con is better. Okay, okay, yeah, that's all. Because I because the two buttons are the two buttons that confuse me. Like I I feel like the home button is where the start button should be, and vice versa, and that like the picture button is where the select should be, and. I get confused by those, but those are like right next to each other on the Pro Controller, and on the Joy-Cons, they're spread out with buttons in between them, so it's harder to hit one. That's what I'm saying on the uh, between the two of them. But I, I use the motion control a little bit, but once I found out that I could get around it, I stopped doing it. Because what I don't like about motion control, and this is what happened like for, for all my Wii time, was basically if you try to scratch your nose or anything, you end up like doing something and kill yourself by accident. Is <laughs> basically <laughs> what happened to me on this. So it's like it's like I got to scratch my nose, and then all of a sudden I like threw the hat, and now I don't have the hat, and a guy came over and hit me, and it's like oh god, why? Or like I'll accidentally like end up rolling into somebody or rolling into the lava that I shouldn't have done, and you know stuff like that. <laughs> I miss uh, there was an old game called uh, I used to play Scarface on the Wii. Mm-hmm. And whenever you shook the nunchuck, like a, you know, like a Scarface would just, he would just cuss at the, he would just randomly cuss about shit. So it'd always be funny. <laughs> That's funny. Like whenever you like scratch your nose, he'd be like, yeah, fuck you too. You know, <laughs> like, all right. <laughs> That's like, but yeah, it was always, you know, it was always annoying. So I kind of ran That's into that when I was trying to use both of those. And Mario Odyssey. You can get him to say fuck you. Yeah, yeah. So I don't know about the whole motion control thing. Like I said, it was, I guess, because it didn't work right on Zelda, and I was disappointed. Like, I wanted to play that two Joy-Con control method so I can relax my arms and, you know, like, lay back on my bed while I'm playing or whatever. And it didn't work very well? Not have My hands don't have to be tethered together. So I really enjoyed the fact that on Odyssey, it worked great. It, on Zelda, there was all the problems with it disconnecting, which they fixed eventually. Oh, yeah, yeah, you had the left Joy-Con problem thing. Yeah. But that didn't happen with Odyssey until my batteries got low. It started to fuck up a little bit, but um, sure. I really like enjoyed it because I was just playing it, kind of laying back on my bed, relaxing on some cushions, you know, putting in a long play session. I just like had my arm just laying on the bed beside me, and it worked great. I was looking forward to that too. That was my favorite part of, of the original Wii, of that you could just have your well, one of my favorite parts. You could just have your hands at your sides, and you know you wouldn't get tired of holding the controller. So I tried it out. I started on the Pro Controller, but after a couple hours, I said, I'll give the, the Joy-Cons a shot. And as I suspected, they're just too small for my hands. I can't I can't use them. I can't use them independently yeah. without, uh, without the dog face. Have, having the whole system. I can, I can hold the whole system as they're attached. I can use the dog face, which is a little bit small. I can still do it. But the Joy-Cons, just to hold them themselves, I can't do it because... The reason is they're so small, I'm holding the controller with the tips of my thumbs and pressing the buttons. There's nothing on the bottom. It doesn't rest in the palm of my hand uh, like at all. So I can't do it, um, uh, which is upsetting to me because I, I like having that uh, lay your hands at your sides experience that I had. On so the- you weren't able to do that uh, with Zelda either with your uh, you weren't able to have the full like prone position 
of uh, playing Zelda with with your stand? No, unfortunately not. I used the the Pro Controller. That's too bad. Yeah, that's too bad. Yeah, that, that that was a crazy that like that was what made me like that thing so much because I was like bundled up, I had my covers pulled up to my neck. I'm just yeah. laying back in bed, watching TV, and my arms are down next to my knees. Right. Still play. Well, my problem with that stand is what I told you last week, that is sometimes I fall asleep while I'm playing the game, and I wake up and I don't remember what I did. And then I, and then I play a little bit more, and then I fall asleep again, and then I still don't remember what I did. So I actually really I haven't played Odyssey in handheld mode at all like i just did a second ago because it was in the it's in the room with me now but i mean i played this entirely on my tv since i got it yeah well i've been i've been like taking it you know i played in i played in the living room on the tv but then when i go to bed i take it with me so like i'll play it in bed and then i'll wake up and play it in bed you know so, yeah it just goes wherever you go yeah that's pretty much how i've done it so about the motion controls you know how they're they say uh, you have to try it with motion controls there's extra controls you can't get with the pro control is, is that really true i mean i've not found well, sort of. With it enough. Sort of. of things you can do with the motion controllers, you can't do with the pro controller. Well, there was a thing. There was a moon that I couldn't get on the cap level unless mm-hmm. I did a jump with the motion control with the frog. So because you jump a little bit higher. So I thought that was mm-hmm. dumb. So there are some things I guess you do like stuff with style if you use the motion controls, but you can pretty much do all the same moves. It's just some of them I guess are a little bit higher. It's just kind of annoying that they sort of force you into doing that because I think the game is great without them and you really don't need them. Well, think you know? about it. I mean, from past Nintendo consoles, a lot of times they build the hardware around their Mario game. Yeah, sure. So if that, if the case was that they made this game based on using the Joy-Cons, then maybe that's why, I don't know, why it kind of relies on that. And yeah. even all the prompts, like you were saying, all the prompts it gives you for controls are based on the... They're based on motion, Joy-Cons. yeah. Yeah, for the most part. It doesn't really tell you. That's what's annoying, because you know like the move where you like jump and you can roll for a long time? Yeah. It doesn't tell you how to do that. You have to figure out how to... Like, well, it says, like, you know, hit the jump, hit the jump uh, hat button... And then shake the controller, and then you keep rolling. So I didn't know that you could do that, but all you have to do is like keep holding ZL and keep hitting the hat button to keep rolling. Yeah. But I didn't figure that out because I would just so I so that's why I was using the motion control. And then I got to the fight with the first fight with Bowser. We have to like punch him, you know. So I was punching him <laughs> yeah. like with the motion control, and that was weird. But I beat him like that, you know. If I played that's like, the way I, I did it too. I played it like that for a while, but once I figured out that I didn't have to, I stopped doing that. But let's talk about the game. I mean, we've just uh, the game in itself. Uh, are you guys uh, happy with uh, Super Mario Odyssey so far? I'm thrilled with it. I yeah. was smiling the whole time. Yeah, it was it's, great. It's a it's a good time. Like I I've, kept I kept talking to myself. I kept being like, man, this game, like this game, this game. Yep. <laughs> I said, th- I said this game though a couple times to myself. I was yeah. just like, I can't believe this is happening this way. Like, yeah, I just was had this huge smile on my face. Like, really? Is this really happening? Yeah, yep. this is great. Yep. Yeah, it's a good game. Uh, I'm I'm happy with it. I was. I, do you like it better than Zelda? I was going to ask you guys because I do. I actually like it better than Zelda, but I don't know. Zelda was was okay. <laughs> I don't think Zelda was. I don't think. And we've gone back to this a lot. Zelda wasn't a Switch game; it was a Wii U game. Mm-hmm. You know, like so. Yeah, they. And made you can it definitely look nice see that Switch with and, this game. Right, right. This is like for real, like a, a ground up Switch game, like next gen. This is next gen. You know, this is like Nintendo's finally catching up. It feels like it in a lot of regards. It's really, really now, pretty. Like it looks really good. It's that game that I wanted when I first played Mario Kart Eight. When I was like, man, I, I wish I could play like a single player adventure game that looked like this. 
you know, that looked like super pretty. And I don't and, know and if it does. Like, anything looks this good on other systems. It's like, like this style of cartoony game, especially. Like, oh, yeah. No, it's this looks, might be the best yep. looking cartoony adventure platform game. Well, I was like, uh, I could agree to that. I was just walking around that giant dragon thing that you fight, and I'm like, man, this guy looks insane. Like later, yeah, you that can, was pretty. Yeah, w- that was yeah. pretty detailed. And uh, what do you guys feel about the art style? Like the art style to me, I mean, as much as everything, I liked everything the way it looked. There were some things that were just kind of like out of left field, like that that dragon. Yeah, I like uh, the dragon. right. The art style is definitely not sticking to one thing in particular. It's not consistent, it's, right? Well, because the, it has all the different worlds to draw from, and so it allows itself that. Yeah, the weirdest the weirdest thing about it, I think, is, and I know you mentioned this before, John. I don't know if we recorded it or not. Mm-hmm. The weirdest thing is New Donk City. I think. Yeah, for sure. It's just that, that Mario's like this cartoon character, and everybody else is like tall, and it's and it's kind of strange. Becomes, what is Mario? And it's kind of like what happened to Mario? Like, has he been in Mushroom Kingdom too long, and he like started becoming uh, deformed, and his head's too giant or something now? And I he's mean, not more a human, than even that, why I do guess? all the people like look like they're from a, like a Dreamcast game? Like, <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> it's not. It's not like they look like they're from the time of donkey kong they're not all like made out of pixels or something yeah you know right what i mean like i feel like instead, they they, instead nintendo opted for something that looks like it's from like 2001 or well they earlier. look like they're from like it's the 20s weird, or yeah. something because they're all wearing you know hats and all i don't know it's supposed to be kind of i don't I mean, know hats are hats are the lifeblood of this game well yeah everything wears a hat but but if they i always they kind of look like they're from the 20s even though i do like that the animals from donkey kong finally got their own road signs so that's pretty cool mm-hmm. that there's that's a Ram, cool. there's a Ramby street there's also like a dixie street and a cranky street and radley and all that and a k rule street as well one more weird. thing about the people though is that their mayor pauline she looks like she belongs in the mario world right mm-hmm. she's kind of of that style, she looks a little bit like Princess Peach yeah. kind of style. Yeah, like, but then totally. why, why did they go like in a whole different direction with all the people? Why didn't they just make them look more like Polly? Maybe right? I don't know. Maybe it would just be take more time to like make them more individualized, I guess. And they kind of just wanted to make them all look like themselves, generic and whatever. They, yeah, they just kind of wanted them to just look like a businessman, I guess. I don't know. I mean, those characters yeah, end up being I, hilarious, I and they and I mean they reuse them at different levels and. Yeah, sometimes yeah, they run the crazy cap. They tend to shop on some yeah. levels. Or, yeah. yeah, the regional manager of the crazy cap store is a human. And there's different races they, in but there, But they never too. really call them humans, like, if you if you notice that. I don't think they're ever referred to as humans or people. Yeah. They're just the, they're just the residents of New Dong City. Yep, they are. Well, anyway, <laughs> they look the way they look, and I, I accept it. It's, and they talk the way they talk, and it's hilarious the way they talk. Yeah, they are they actually are they actually saying things? Or I was trying to figure out like what a uh, yeah, it's a strange. Uh, they it strange reminds dialect. me of a YouTube video I saw once that was like it was like a Japanese like student film or something that someone had made, but they wanted to, like people that didn't understand English, they still wanted it to sound like you know it was a bunch of Americans talking. So they were just like saying random words and making random yeah. sounds and yeah. I saw that video, but it still sounds like English. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't so know. So that's it, kind of what this reminded me of, kind of a parody of like what the American transatlantic accent sort of like era of Hollywood films, like what they must have sounded like stereotypically. Well, in a, in Mario Galaxy, they have voices like that where they kind of just talk gibberish, like whoever you're talking to. Mm-hmm. But I guess it's not like 
you know, supposed to be a human or whatever. But I, I thought that it, it kind of reminded me of just like playing a game because I let play a lot of games in Japanese that have Japanese as an option. It kind of re- felt like that, you know, where they're just this, saying this words that you don't understand. Post game, as far as I know, uh, but there's a level where you like in New Dog City where you like have to make it through this huge crowd of people. Yeah, I, yeah, I got the there. Direction yeah. as you. <laughs> Yeah, that to me, like it, it kind of explained the why the models aren't so detailed. It's like, well, at some point we're going to want to have a bunch of them in the room at the same time. Yeah, yeah, so, I get that. I don't think they need so, to have individuality. And they to do them, that really. same thing at like a con- there's like a concert within that too. Yeah, oh, sure. Well, that's that's pre game or pre end game where you where you get to that. Which that was probably one of my favorite moments of the game before the oh, end man, of the game, that was awesome. where you get to play through that Donkey Kong level while uh, Pauline's. Uh, singing singing in the background that's really cool mm-hmm. what do you guys think of all was, these like cool 2d levels that are in there i'm surprised that they weren't just like a, a one-off kind of thing that they were so consistent throughout the whole game and that they got better and that they used all kinds of uh, new mechanics and like there's one point where like the gravity switches oh yeah yeah yep. well that's uh, all of a sudden you're playing upside down and yeah it wasn't yeah. really much of a new mechanic it was like it was in galaxy, galaxy yeah really. <laughs> yeah but, but now yeah, it's 2d yeah, for, yeah for the for the super mario brothers original art style yeah it, it kind of reminded me of Mario different. Maker a little bit, too, because, you know, in Mario Maker, you have all the special costumes, like the mushroom costumes or whatever, like special mushrooms that make you change your sprite. And so, yeah, like, you sure. can wear literally any outfit that Mario has, and then you go to a 2D level, and you see a 2D representation of that outfit. And I thought that was kind of cool, too. Well, the only they, thing... Uh, They've got it all mapped out in 8-bit also. And the soundtrack, too. They've got a lot of the soundtracks are in 8-bit on the soundtrack. Yeah, whenever you go into the 2D level, whatever the song for that level is becomes the 8-bit version of it, which is really cool. Mm -hmm. It basically changes to that. The one thing I want to say about the whole, like, outfit change, I don't know if you guys noticed this, but if you're you're wearing, like, outfits that don't match, it defaults to just Mario's regular overall outfit when you go into the 2D level. Like, it won't won't change it. Yeah. No, I didn't either. Oh, so I see what you mean. You basically have to have a complete outfit. Chef hat and the painter overalls. Yeah. And then if you go into a level, it's just going to show Mario default. Yeah, it'll just it'll just default to the problem because it can't mix hats and bottoms, which I thought was Didn't weird. That. That's yeah. interesting though. I, f- I found that out when I was like, oh, and I'm like, why am I wearing this weird? Like, I'm not wearing that. Like, why is he wearing the weird uh, regular outfit? And then, then I'm like, oh, you must have to have the whole outfit together because I was just wearing a hat and not the it, w- it wasn't matching. So it just went ahead and did that, which sucks. What but, do you guys feel about the janitor in this game? The janitor. What do you mean? Yeah, so a lot of things in this game, like they get reset if you just oh, if they yeah. just off the screen for a second. Have you guys so ever you discussed actually, the video game janitor on the show? Well, that's what that's what I was mentioning. Yeah, like, I think we have so a there's, little there's bit. Certain things that you actually can just rotate the camera and then rotate it back, and like it'll reappear. It just yeah. has to be out of sight. In case you don't know, the the video the video game janitor was a made up character that we always referred to as the guy who resets everything when you leave the level. I always thought he'd it'd be a good boss in a game to fight him somehow. But uh, no, I, I haven't noticed that, that it does it while you're there. I've noticed it does it a lot like when you die or when you go into a different level and then come back. Like if you go through a, a, a pipe or a door or whatever, everything well, automatically resets. Well, if you resets. use a warp, it'll do, it'll like reset. So yeah. you could even be standing next to a warp, warp to that same spot, and then all the bad guys come back. Well, definitely with the, um, with the loot, the live, cause you know, you have unlimited lives now, which really doesn't bother me because it can still be equally annoying because there'll be no checkpoints or like 
in case of New Donk City, when you're trying to just explore it, you'll find something cool and then accidentally die and then never find that again. <laughs> because you'll come back to life on the whole other side of the city and have no idea where you were. That happened, that that happened a couple times today, yeah. That, that happened to me. Like, I found this really cool thing and I died doing it. And I don't know where it is. And I never found it again. I mean, I probably will eventually, but I don't know. Because I was just like, you know, happily just exploring the city. And I found a cool thing, and then I died, and then I'm like, I don't know how to get back there. And I haven't found it yet. <laughs> you know, it's like, okay, because it'll, you know, revive you, wherever. So, they, I could find that kind of annoying. So, there's definitely a challenge there still, in case anybody said that there wasn't. They're full of shit. There's uh, plenty of challenging shit in this game. Have right, you- and I don't know, like, uh, I was a little upset that I was able to get through the story mode as quickly as I could. But that was also on me, like, that I kept pushing forward. Because yeah. I could have taken my time more in the levels. But, you know, it's not done. It's not done. Yeah. So, Jeremy, you said you beat it on Saturday, right? So what happened? So I got it. Yeah, I got it Thursday night, technically, because you could. I got home from work. It was on my Wii because I preloaded it. So I started playing it that night and uh, played it for several hours. Got up, played it for a few hours before work the next day. Came home, played it for a really long time Friday night. So, yeah, uh, I think it was Saturday before I went to work that I beat it. So, like, around 48 hours. But I had played a lot. Like, I'd probably put at least 15 or 20 hours into it at that point. Yeah, I don't know. I, I mean, made it pretty much in one good stretch. I got it uh, the day of, and I played it for an hour. I had to go to work. And then uh, came back home from work, played it for about two hours, woke up and played it for another 14 hours straight till I beat it. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and that was it. That's great, man. Yeah. Sign nice. quality game. Yeah, I haven't yes. had a. I haven't been able to do like long runs like that. Well, I guess I did play it a lot today, but I had already, but I had already beaten it. But I, I just, I just beat it last night. But I, uh, I didn't have a whole lot, a lot of time to play it Saturday or Sunday, so I kind of just didn't get into it until later. But for me, I just wanted to get through it. I wanted to get through it for the show, and I really wanted to know what was after that. Also, so I didn't really feel like I feel like most Mario games, like the regular story, ends pretty quickly. So. And the real gem of the game is finding all the extra stuff, so I don't think that's really changed much nope. from any of the other ones, you know? Like, nope. like take Super Mario World, for example. Like, probably the most fun I had in that game was finding all the extra exits and finding, like, Star World and stuff like that, more than, like, beating Bowser and all that. You know? And if you know what you're doing, you can beat that game in under, like, 15 minutes if you, like, rush through it. Oh, sure. Yeah, no, I did the same thing with uh, New Super Mario Brothers on Wii. Like, I remember doing that, like, uh, my I was over at my sister's house, and I was playing it, like, for my nieces, and I just went straight through the game and just beat it in, like, under an hour, you know, because I took all the shortcuts and shit. But, I mean, the fun of it is, like, going through and playing all the levels, you know, so I think a lot of... That doesn't really... It didn't really, like, bother me that it ended early, you know, but it doesn't really end, you know, it's still, like... There's more to it. This is like cla- like the classic Mario formula where they introduce a lot of new stuff, but you move past it. Like you only do it for a little bit, but then yeah, the the meat of the game is going back, and they'll re- they'll recycle things a little bit. But it's good because you got to use those mechanics again. You know, yeah. like I'm not spoiling anything. There's like a a racing level where you're like a rolled up ball bouncing around or whatever, and like you you wish there was more racing levels. Well, there are. You just have to like. Yeah. unlock that you just gotta go back well i've also noticed it kind of has the same this reminds me of the, the i don't know it reminds me of dragon quest because dragon quest kind of does that too but like where you talk to one person and then you have to come back and talk to that person some more and you'll find more stuff that kind of seems to be how a lot of these moons work also like you go and do mm-hmm. it once and if you go back and talk to them again there's more to it there's another one that you can do you know that'll get you another moon stuff like there's that also, there's also like yeah. there'll, there'll be like these sort of one-off 
challenges like you go in a pipe and at the end of the pipe uh or at the end of the challenge is a moon but there's actually uh, really like three you're, you're moons about to in go there. but then yeah. if you look carefully around the corner there's another moon just like hidden around, around the corner oh yeah what i also noticed so, what i've noticed with that is like uh once you get later when you're collecting moons like the the hat will tell you like whether there's a moon in there or not which is which is nice it'll yeah, let, it'll nice. let you know like um because you know most of these things have like an extra two or three or whatever and when you go back in, it'll be like, oh, yeah, there's still a moon here. But if you come back in and, and then there's nothing there, it'll say there's nothing there. Yeah, he'll say, hey, I remember this place. I yeah. bet there's still a moon here. Yeah, or he'll say, like, there's nothing more to do here, and then you can leave. So so that helps. But, uh, yeah, what about, uh, I don't know, what about, like, the overall story? What about the fucking Brutals? Let's talk about those guys. Those crazy rabbit things. And I then- don't know how much I like the Brutals. I, I mean, they are, <laughs> just- they're mini-bosses. They're mini-bosses, so. Yeah, and you have, to, pl- you have to fight to them so many times. They do. I'll yeah, just come out them. with it. Ubisoft did it better. <laughs> what the rabbits? <laughs> Ubisoft did the rabbits better. Yeah. Uh, yeah, maybe. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. It is very strange that it had to be the rabbits. I mean, I, I guess it makes they kind of explain it sort of in a little way, but and they're um, all like gangsters. Too. Why did you have to fight these weird like gangster <laughs> rabbits? Yeah, yeah. They're they're all like they're all like ah, <laughs> I'm gonna get them. You know, like the way they their dialect seems like uh, some sort of uh, gangster movie dialect. You know. I don't know. And then there's like there's like the mama or whatever. Yeah, and then there's the huge one that has the gold chain chomp that like doesn't really have to do with any of the other ones. But she does. Somehow. Yeah, but she doesn't fly around with them in their fucking plane, you know. She gets. And they don't ever mention her, do they? I, d- I didn't think they did. No, she mentions them, but they don't mention her. Yeah, because you fight her a couple times, but it's like, uh, yeah, she's not really part of the pack. I guess. Yeah, they were kind of weird, and I, I did, if they weren't in there, I wouldn't really care, I guess, <laughs> if they weren't in the game, because they kind of didn't really have much of an effect on me. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. Like, uh, there's... I still thought some of the, the bosses were fun. Like, I think the character design is kind of unpleasant. Yeah. But, um, like, I, I like the green guy. He has the, the hats that keep stacking up, and they go yeah. flying around and well, that's kind of another uh, like that's, that's kind cool. of that's kind of another thing that uh, a just a mechanic in the game is like hats and wearing multiple hats and you have hats to knock hats are everywhere. Yeah, you have to knock hats all the hats everything. off to to be able to possess the person or whatever you know. So if there's a bunch of hats and you got to hit them a bunch of times, you know. Yeah, I remember the first time I saw a bullet bill with a visor. I was like, why does that bullet bill have a visor? That's weird and like kind of freaked me out. Yeah. And then I realized that's just like you just have to hit the bullet bill one extra time. And that's just yeah. They just threw a random hat on him to. Based on whatever the level was. Yeah, I, I did like, I was going to say, I like that the, hands, the hats are random. So, like, you'll see, like, Paragoombas that are wearing different hats depending on what level you're in. Yeah, so there's even ones one that are critique. wearing, like, wedding veils and stuff in one level. Yeah. Sure. What one critique about the hat design is that, like, the bullet bill, you throw the, your hat at him and you can knock the head off. Mm. Other characters, like the people, you throw your hat at them and nothing happens. Yeah. So there's a little bit of inconsistency with the hats. Well, that's true. Yeah, because because uh, like uh, Dory is wearing like a bunch of hats. You know, like Dory, mm-hmm. the big the big uh, sea monster. Yep. And I was like, oh, cool, I can ride Dory. So I like threw my hat at Dory a bunch of times, and you cannot knock any of her hats off. So it's like it sucks. It's like I want to be Dory. I'm gonna be Dory. Or but the- like you'll find like the little rats and like squirrels running around. You're like, can I give you a little tiny squirrel? Yeah, I tried to do can't. that too, but they're not wearing hats even. Squirrel. They're no. just too small, I guess. But at the very beginning of the show, my uh, nickname was Gushin, which is probably one of my favorite captures on there. Gushin was the little squid guy that had water around him. He almost kind of yeah, that was fun. He's kind of like a way for you to sort of be like Super Mario Sunshine still, you know, because he can like shoot up and shoot forward and all that. But what was you guys' favorite uh, possessions or captures? Oh, don't forget that he could also he can also clean up like the yeah. 
evil vomit. Yeah, no, he's totally like Super Mario Sunshine. And it's, it's, you basically found a way to use the water pack still. And that, and that's pretty much what this game does. Is it takes like all of the previous Mario games and finds a way to fit them in somewhere here and reference it in some way. Even in like New Dog City has like old pictures of Mario. But what are you guys' favorite captures before I forget? Giant wobbling meat. Yeah, <laughs> the meat Giant one. Giant wobbling meat was awesome. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'd say like my favorite capture is a spoiler, but the, I guess the favorite capture is terms of what we're talking about now. Definitely Poco. I think my so Poc- my name of the show yeah. is Poco. Poco. Um, because I really liked the uh, when you were able to possess the forks or whatever that are stuck in the side of the mountain, and then you flick your way up to the top. Like I really yeah. like that mechanic. It works really well with the way the yeah. control stick is. Like you actually, it's a very satisfying like flicky motion you do to to use that. And so when they combine that with an enemy type that you can walk around and you can stab and you can do the pokey flicky thing and yeah. you can flick in any direction you want and well you can also like I, knock a can knock giant uh, yeah you can like redirect bombs yeah to you can knock, knock cannonballs into stuff which is really cool I like that so I think Pokio. I think that character was really well fleshed out for just being a a weird random bad guy you fight like yeah that was a good character a lot of cool mechanics so I like that one that's my favorite sure pre ending one yeah. I also like the dinosaur. The dinosaur did not disappoint. Oh, uh, no, T Rex. The dinosaur is awesome. Yeah. It's like basically yeah. like an invincibility star. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. And it's timed too. So you'll uh, you'll fall out of it eventually. Were you guys upset that uh, that Mario's different hats that they don't change when you possess something? They always just turn into the Mario hat. Did that bother you at all? Oh, like if you had the if you fedora wear... on and you possess something, it doesn't wear a fedora. Yeah. Yeah, it bothered me a little bit. Because I don't think it, given how they've got all the different characters wearing different hats and different levels, I think they could have yeah. kept it like that. Yeah, way. I can see why they did it though, because you spend so much of your time possessing other characters. Yeah, that you would feel like it's not really a Mario game anymore if you're not seeing Mario and you're not seeing his. You're hat not seeing the hat, yeah. But when you throw whatever hat you have, it still looks the same. It's just when it connects to something, it turns red. I guess I don't know. It was kind of weird. Didn't really bother me, but it was still like. Okay, I mean, maybe they just wanted that mechanic to be remembered as just being always red, but maybe that's like a secret Cappy secret that we don't know, is that uh, <laughs> he will always be the red cap whenever he possesses somebody. I mean, I think you're right. I think it, I think it's just supposed to be like, this is Mario. He's possessed his thing, so yeah, it has Mario's hat on it, just like... And it has a mustache, too. Yeah. Right. It, it reminds me of that. Do you remember that old commercial for the 3DS? Or it was like a promo video where Mario like jumps out of it and puts mustaches on like Reggie and, and uh, Miyamoto. Oh, yeah. yeah remember that true. video? Yeah. It's kind of like that could have been the uh, could have been the seed for this game, you know, was right there. It was like, hey, what if we could put mustaches on other characters and run around as them? What was your favorite level for that for the first uh, pre end game? Well, I guess that's most levels, but out of those three parts, of the ones that you play before the ending of the game, what's your favorite? You mean besides New Donk City? Is it New Donk City? <laughs> is that mine's everybody's New, New York New City? Donk City? Yeah. Is that yours too, Jeremy? I think New Donk City is the most fun. Um, I think it's where, I think a lot of the ideas for the game came from. Probably it started there. Oh, that's sure. That's why a lot of the promo material was shown as New Donk City. Yeah. But if I was going to pick a second one, I'd say... Uh, Probably the one that had the squirty guy in it that you that you mentioned. I really like that water level. The, <laughs> the soda, water it's one. like Soda Lake or whatever. Oh yeah. Or it's not called that, but it's like it reminded us it reminded us of Soda Lake because the water's carbonated. Yeah. You've got the giant like goblet in the middle that you have to spray water into, and it's just a really fun level. Uh, it has like the really cool mobs you can possess and explore, and then it's also kind of relaxing and. Uh, there's the mini game, like the beach volleyball games in it. It's got it, it's got the uh, 
one of the best costumes in it, the resort wear, where you're wearing like a Hawaiian shirt and a visor. I think it's Cascade Kingdom is that one, right? Or is it Lake Kingdom? It's one of the ones. It's Lakeside, I think. Yeah, Lake Kingdom. That's that's definitely, I I think the water levels are great in this. I'm, I'm, I'm into it. Oh, yeah, for sure. Let's talk about that then. Let's talk about the water for a second. They uh, they did away with the uh, with the with the swimming mechanic that I like, where you just hold a button and swim around. But it's not in here. It's it feels more like a like a 3D a original 3D representation Mario. of the first yeah. Mario. Yeah, it's basically what it is. But I think they want you to use fish and stuff to swim because you, your air yeah. your air meter doesn't last for very long. So it's like uh, I think they really want you to use a cheap cheap or whatever else. But I do kind of kind of miss that swimming mechanic always. You know, because that was always my favorite. There's but a couple the cheap, cheap, th- moves it? that you have to get as a human or as a Mario underwater. Yeah, there's a couple moons that you said. So that, so that, so the air meter becomes your like timer to like complete it in time. Yeah, there's some stuff you can only do as Mario, but I think for the most part they wanted you to possess cheap cheaps or whatever else underwater. When you possess the cheap sheep, the cheap sheep, I forget. Does that feel like uh, Super Mario sixty four? Uh, no, it's kind of like a faster version, I guess, of what it already is. Because yeah. you just hit forward to go forward, and you swim fast, and then you hit like B or Y to go up or down. So it's not really. Mm. It actually is a lot more like the swimming mechanic from Super Mario Sunshine that we kind of bashed in our Super Mario Sunshine episode. It is. Yeah, which is which is unfortunate, but the water is still cool and it's still fun. I guess it's still. It just kind of bugs me that it's not in there, you know. Right. Well, and it's as you said, it's this whole game revolves around possessing the mobs and taking over for them and taking on their powers. So you know, they didn't want it to be fun to be Mario swimming because then you would never possess a cheap cheap or whatever. Yeah, yeah, sure. It's all about you possessing these these guys that you've played against for so long. Basically, what it is. How many uh, thirty second clips have you made? I've probably made like thirty, maybe at least. I feel like I've done several, but I've never I'd expanded the memory on my switch. So I had to get rid of some like to keep recording them. Oh, yeah, because I haven't I didn't notice like a big change in it, but I guess I wasn't. Maybe it's going on the no it might be. I don't know. Maybe it's going on the system and not the card because I was trying to see like if it was taking up space because I was making a lot of them, but it never told me it was out of space or anything like that. But I was recording, like, cut scenes or, like, the way that I would get a moon or whatever. You know, like, I started doing it from the very beginning. Like, the, when I beat my very first boss, like, I recorded that. Like, my very first moon, like, I recorded that. And I was, like, recording everything on there, pretty much. And I posted a few of them, but but it got towards the end. When I got towards the end, I was, like, I didn't want to post stuff that was super spoilery because I recorded, like, the end of the game and all that stuff, too. Right. That's most of the ones I've saved are ones from, like, the very end. I've got a few... Like I put, po- I did post one on my Twitter. I just have my link to my Twitter. Um, it was, uh, it was in the actually in the Lakeside Kingdom. It was a 2D level, but it was taking place on the bottom of the water, so the water above it was like distorting the picture. Yeah, no, I played that down. one. Yeah. I really liked that. I thought that was a really cool. Yeah, visual effect. The one that has that like four team. different entrances that you have to, and you have to use all of them to get to. Yeah. Yeah, there's like four different pipes. Yeah, that one yep, was really cool. One. Yeah, no, I played that one. I don't think I've seen that one. Yeah. It's it's like on the it's on the bottom on the water. It's kind of cool. Like uh, playing this the first way through, it does like work a lot like Zelda, where like you can always play things differently. Like I said, like I completely missed the T Rex like the, my first time through and didn't really need to even get him. You know, like you can get you need a certain amount of moons, but you can get whichever moons you want. Like I did a couple 
Like I did the first three levels, like on two different files, like one for streaming and one for myself. And my plays were completely different. Like I got completely different moons on each of them, you know, so it was pretty cool. Like I, one of them, I went, I like didn't even go to another part, you know, like I think it was the Wooded Kingdom. When I found that underground area that has like six moons in it or whatever, you can skip like a whole other part. Like you don't even have to necessarily go fight the boss if you don't want to, to continue on. So it's cool that you can do, that you can do it differently every time you play it. At the beginning. Let's go. All right, you just have to get enough moons to power up the ship. ship. Yeah, but you can get them. You can get them without beating the bosses. Like if you go and look for other ones, you know. So that's pretty interesting. I think I've made about a dozen videos so far. Yeah, I've, so I've, not I've, as many as you guys. Yeah. Oh no, I mean, I doubt I have even a dozen because, like I said, I didn't have very much memory. So I, I cleared off a lot of stuff for my system to be able to put this on the internal memory. But I still have yet to purchase a micro SD card for my Switch, but I'm going to do that now. That's like the next step. I need to. Yeah, well, you probably can't get any more digital stuff, right? Nope, I had to delete uh, Snake Pass, and I deleted uh, all my demos, except for I, I think I kept the uh, Octopath Traveler demo, but I got rid of all the other demos. Oh, yeah, that demo's awesome, though. Yeah, I can't get rid of that yet. I still like it. Yeah, that's the game. That's the big game of next year that I know of that I'm very excited about. Hopefully that gets a date soon too but I mean, uh, what do you guys think about what's going to happen with prime like uh do you think prime because metroid's already like an open world game is like uh because mario kind of always has been too but in a lot of ways this feels zelda like feels breath of the wild like uh and like the the instant warp thing you can do like anywhere yeah. you've been before you can kind of fast travel to oh sure uh, it is. I mean, then, like the huge sprawling landscapes and the whole like you know you're like you were saying you could be focused on the bo- like getting to the boss, but you get distracted by all these other things on the way, and oh, then you sure. end up getting enough moons to just not even go to the boss. Yeah, like, it, that feels like Zelda too. It does. Yeah. Well, Breath of the Wild specifically. It's it has less pressure than Breath of the Wild though. Like I like it's not. I mean, you'll you'll still die, but it doesn't feel like as bad. You know. Like if you haven't yeah, you saved, don't have to stack up your inventory or anything. Well, like, well, like that. if you hadn't saved in a while, because of the wild and you, and you, you know, die, you can really get fucked like over. But of lives in Mario, so it doesn't really matter anymore. Yeah. You know? No, I was glad that they did that. Like I was, I have no problem with the no lives, but I don't know if I mentioned it yet. But now we have no mushrooms in this game, and no mushrooms, no mushrooms, no mushrooms. just the one up girl. Yeah, no, no power ups. It's just really weird. This is, has to be like the first Mario without any sort of consumable mushrooms or power ups. Strange. I don't even know. I don't know what I'm playing anymore. It's fine. It's just it's just weird, you know, because there's always a mushroom of some sort in there. I mean, with the hat mechanic and like, there's no there's no power ups in this game. Like, it's all yeah, there isn't possession. Like, yeah. so there's no stars know, either. Invincible star, right? You don't yeah. have fire flower. Yeah, you well, have to get firepower by possessing something that has. Well, fire you sort of you sort of have a fire flower. You can use it to run fast. Well, that's not a fire flower, but yeah, I know what you mean. Like that's a well, it's a flower that you grab and it, and then it shoots fire out of it to make you go faster. That's true. So it's kind of a fire flower. So it's kind of it's kind of a power up that doesn't that you don't have to possess. Yeah, that you actually apply to your hat for a limited time. Yeah. So that might be the only power up, though. Yeah, yeah. That's because uh, I use that for the races and stuff. Is there a, is that's there any awesome. is there anything else you want to talk uh, pre ending, or do you want to just jump to spoilers? I'd say let's just jump to spoilers because there's all, right. all kinds of stuff we can talk about. Okay, so so we're gonna take like we're gonna take like a little break like we normally do. But uh, you know, in case you haven't beaten the game yet, you can just stop listening to the podcast now. So I'm just gonna do like an outro here like we normally would. You know, this has been Nintendo Made Podcast. This has been episode ninety four. We're your hosts. I'm Trey. I'm Jeremy. I'm John. And uh, you know, you can catch us at NintendoMainPodcast.com. 
and, uh, you know, leave us a review, send us an email, all that stuff. Nintendo made podcast at gmail.com. You can email us there. And, uh, you know, we have stuff on YouTube and Twitch and just search Nintendo made podcast and you'll find it there. Anyway, we'll be back with spoilers in a minute. All the superstars keep listening. ends up being uh, in it right at the end of the game isn't that what happens is that what we're talking about here yeah you rescue you rescue luigi at the end and that's like the, the story arc yeah now that right. we're in, you get to kill luigi too and <laughs> now that we're in spo- spoiler territory now that we're in the spoiler part if you guys stayed here then you are the real winners of super mario odyssey welcome to the spoiler land either that or you just don't give a damn about playing the game and you just want to hear all the spoilers. Maybe you just think the game sucks and you're just here out of spite. You're like, I hate that game, so I want to know everything about it. So I'll never Maybe enjoy it. Maybe you just it. don't care about anything at all. If yeah. You're a wild card, you started at the end. Yeah. <laughs> Crazy. Maybe someone duct taped these headphones to you and you can't get them off. And you, you just keep hearing it and you're like, shut up, shut up. But you can't take them off because they're taped to your head. <laughs> yeah, it's like a clockwork orange for ears, pretty much. We don't want you to think of us in that way. That's uh, terrible. Yeah, sorry if we're traumatizing you right now. We're not part of that <laughs> duct yeah. tape conspiracy. Yeah. So at the end of the game, I kind of really, I, I mean, I like the end. It's really cool that you get to possess Bowser. Of course, right? you would possess Bowser. I guess that would be your favorite capture then, right? Well, so Definitely. I actually captured, yeah, I captured uh, a photo of me and Peach and the uh, knocked out Bowser standing next to each other. And yeah. I was like, this is cool. And I was trying to frame it right and like get a good picture going. And it was while I was doing the picture, it didn't even occur to me, holy shit, I need to throw my hat at Bowser and possess him. Because I think I even said that in a previous episode. I was like, man, I hope you get to possess Bowser eventually. Oh, yeah, of well, course you, you would. And I didn't even think about it until I got to the end. And I was like, oh, yeah, I bet you, bet you, bet you possess him. But, like, yeah, I was uh, about, I was, like, snapping the photo. And I was, like, going to be like, yeah, I'm going to go post this on Twitter or whatever. It's a cool photo. Then I'll, And I was like, holy shit, what happens if you throw the hat at Bowser? So I, like, completely forgot about the photo, threw the hat at Bowser, and then that's when everything got awesome. Yeah. I felt that they did a really good job of I really like that song, too. Uh, the ending song, oh, which, song you'll hear, which you'll hear, which you'll hear at the end of this episode. The game did 100%. A, the game did a really good job of keeping that surprise until the end. Like it sounds like we're, we all had the same experience where we didn't realize it until that second that oh, you can capture Bowser in the game. Yeah. So I mean, yeah. I, I should have figured that you would, but I, I didn't think about it until too. then. But I like how you like, yeah, you capture Bowser and you pick up Peach and put her on your shoulder and you're like, let's get out of here, and then you go like beat up all those rocks and shit. And, Try to find your way out. It was really cool, and it was really like fast paced. And that was another thing where it's like shake the remote to to breathe fire. And I'm like, that can't be the only way you can do that. Turns out, if you hold Y, you can breathe fire also. It's another thing I was talking I about. I didn't even try annoying. that. You gotta go back and do that. Yeah, it's annoying. Yeah. Like you can. Uh, I like that it uh, that it had the 2D sections also, so you could see 
Oh Bowser yeah, yeah. In his old, <laughs> like original yes. form. That yeah, and, cool. and Peach's hair turned red, like the, like in the original game. Because when she's on your shoulder, she looks like the you know the Peach from Mario One. So she doesn't have blonde yeah. hair; she has red hair, which I thought was really cool. But yeah, they they yeah, it's the sprite with her on your shoulder and all that. That part was really cool. Yeah, I laughed out loud when I saw that. I just yeah. couldn't take it anymore. It was just too much joy. Yeah. No, it was really, really cool. And I like the very... And the song is great. The song is It was fantastic. totally payoff. It was like, yeah. all right, here's your reward for uh, all that shit you did. Well, it was a really nice... Uh, it was a nice surprise to me that, that the only lyrical song wasn't uh, Jump Up Superstar or whatever the fuck that yeah. song is. That yeah. there's another one. So that really that impressed me that there was an end one, too. Have you found the uh, Japanese version of that song? I mean, I, I found it in the kid that listens to music. Yeah. Yeah, he has it. Uh, I found it, well, I found it like a boombox that was just by itself. Oh, maybe that's why how I found it. But but then I noticed that he, yeah, that he was listening. Because, you know, the, you find those little, after you beat the game, you get the Mushroom Kingdom. Which, did you find the Mushroom Kingdom before you beat the game? Before no, I beat the game? Because I, Cause, cause I, I did, yeah. Well, you can't, you basically go to Yoshi's house. And you can go get a moon there, but you can't get to the actual Mushroom Kingdom. But you can no, see I it. I didn't either. Did, did you find any of the any of the paintings, like the things that you jump through to warp to different levels? Did you find any of those? Yeah, Not I until yes. I got to the end. Yeah, no, I found a few of them, and there's one that where that will take you to the Mushroom Kingdom, which I don't know where I found it at, but I was able to see it, like see the Mushroom Kingdom before I beat the game, and I was like, oh, cool. I hope I get to see the rest of that because you're just on an island, like way off, and you can't actually get to the castle. You know? Oh yeah. But you so see, found, but you see yeah, the I castle. Found, I found that painting at the Mushroom Kingdom. I went back to whatever land that was. Oh okay. How did you get yeah. up there? Uh, there was like a. You just warp there. Um, yeah, yeah. That's on that island that's kind of floating off. I forget how I got there. Oh, because I didn't. Because I, I warped there because I had already yep, hit the flag. It. Like I can warp back there, but I went there before. So it kind of like spoiled it for me, I guess, but I figured I had just found a cool secret, you know? And that's probably, that's my favorite uh, Mario costume, is the low-poly Mario 64 costume Mario 64 that you can put costume. on. Yes. yes. That's my favorite. Oh, yeah. I didn't say favorite costumes because it would be too spoiler, I guess, but that's the one I liked a lot because it's uh, it basically looks exactly like <laughs> the Super Mario 64 model. Oh, yeah. It's even like real it res and like... And it even doesn't, yeah. its its face doesn't animate or anything. Like, if you go through the warp as that, he doesn't, like, make any faces. <laughs> like, he just, like, you know, his face just doesn't move, which is really funny. It stays the same. Yeah. But they but they still do the camera close-ups, but his face is just, like, just no expression. <laughs> his, his uh like, his character model still kind of, like, leans and stuff, like, yeah. in 3D space. Like, it wouldn't, uh... So, it doesn't completely look like the 64 version and how it moves through the environment, but... Oh, sure. Like no, it doesn't... All the animations are the same, yeah. and... Well, he's, he runs... You know, he doesn't run quite the same. It's like a, yeah. a smeared, like, makeup look to how his face is drawn. But his, Did uh, you guys go in the secret door that you can only enter with this costume? Yeah. Yeah. You oh, yeah, no, I went in there. Oh, because then you go to the back of the castle, the right? Yeah. I was yeah. kind of... I was upset that there weren't actually any real levels... From Super Mario 64 yeah. in there, it's just uh, it's just the castle and it's parts the of the yeah. castle that are different. Let me tell you, but I was so excited when I found that courtyard. I was certain Luigi was going to jump out of that statue. Finally, did <laughs> twenty years. Oh yeah, I was I about thought, this is it. I was going to post that. I was going to post a picture of it and say L is real 2001. But yeah. but once again, I was like, I don't want to be that spoilery, you know. So I didn't do it. I did took a to take a picture of it. I just didn't post it. How awesome would that have been though? If you did the challenge, and then your reward was Luigi jumps out of that statue. That would have been like yeah. the best <laughs> Nintendo Easter egg of all time. That would have been funny, yeah. 
game over. I was pretty proud of myself that I knew exactly where Yoshi was. You know, well, because yeah, I went to Yoshi's house and it says Yoshi's at the castle, and I'm like, oh, he's in the fucking roof again. You know, because that's <laughs> how you see him in 64 when you get 120 stars, you go find Yoshi on top of the castle, and that's where, and I found him up there. I was like, oh, yeah, he's fucking up there, dick. Yeah, it, it's, <laughs> he's just like hanging out up there. It's like not hard at all to. Yeah. Well, on this Yoshi. on this it isn't, but it was in the in the sixty four one. Yeah. Well, you just have that time to that time staircase that'll take you up there. I was a little disappointed that Yoshi disappears when he falls in the water. Yeah, you know, Yoshi still can't the swim. Sunshine dog yeah. mentality. Yeah, he still can't swim, which sucks. And that's the first thing I did when I got Yoshi was go put him in the water to see what happens. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> I'm like I'm gonna go swimming with Yoshi. I'm like, no, I'm not. All right. And there's that one pipe that like where you pull the you pull the fruit out of the pipe and in, in order to go into it, but you don't yep. get to play as Yoshi when you go in there. You just turn back into nope. Mario, which is like, what? Come on, guys. I was hoping there was some sort of like flutter jump thing that you'd have to use Yoshi for, but I haven't really found anything yet. But uh, just to get like, uh, I think to get one of the stars, I had to use the flutter jump. Oh, okay. In that level. Yeah. Which I thought it was cool. It's also really fucking cool that they like that all the moons stars. are stars. Well, yeah. yeah. Well, the one in this that... level, the moons look like stars. Is I think how they explain it. Yeah. Well, the one that I found, like that one that I found, like through the warp, it says like moons come in all flavors or something like that when you get the when you get the star. Just to reference that it yeah. looks like a star, you know, and not a moon. But it's cool that you can find it before you beat the game. Like I was really like, I'm like, oh, awesome, that. you know, super psyched about it. But that's probably the level that I've spent the most time in after like post game. Like, where have you guys gone? After you beat the game. Oh yeah, me too. I'm definitely exploring the Mushroom Kingdom. Yeah, I there, yeah I, I did. I explored the fuck out of it. I haven't. So I got kind of burned out on fighting the bosses over and over again. So I haven't done that. Like, oh yeah, that's I did, the levels I did all on those. the Mushroom Kingdom that I haven't yeah. played through. Yeah, yeah. But I've got I've boss. gotten all the secret stars that you uh, unlock where it shows the shows them on your map. Like I got all those. Yeah. I've got most of the purple coins. Yeah, I think I'm missing so, like. I've done a lot like in that five level, or something like that. Like I have a lot of them. Again. Yeah. Some some of these stars are pretty weird. Like that I just like I like I got all the stars in the cap level and like the very first level that you're in. Just because after I played Mushroom Kingdom for a while, I didn't get all of them. I think I had like maybe three left that I couldn't figure out. Oh yeah, and the sheep one I didn't want to because you have to take the sheep like all the way across the fucking level to get that one. I just didn't have the patience for it, so I didn't do that one. But uh, I went to the cap level. And there are some like stars in there which I would I would have never figured out at all. And I actually looked online for a couple of them, and I would have never fucking get it, got it if I didn't. Like one of them, I can I mean do spoiler for you guys unless you don't want to know about it. It's a, it's a, it's a pretty bizarre star or moon that I don't think you would have figured out because there's no hint about it whatsoever. Like one of the like one of the stars in the cap world is you basically have to possess that binoculars thing, and you look up at the big hat, and you'll find all these. There's all these like uh, Odyssey-looking ships floating around that big hat, and you mm-hmm. basically have to focus on the one that has a taxi under it instead of a hat, and then you get a secret star from it. Like I would have uh, never fucking figured that out in a million years. That's pretty random. Yeah, and there's no, there's like no hint of it whatsoever. I mean, you can like pay a toad guy to say like floating taxi, but I don't know where a fucking floating taxi is, you know? Or like, right. or I think it just says Bub Lane Taxi, or no, whatever it's called, Cap Kingdom Down no, Taxi. I, I would have never thought like that. Looking at something with the binoculars would get you a star. Yeah, exactly. Like I would have never figured that out ever. Because like they've never the binoculars. I've I got to the point where I just skip them because. Yeah, me too. I just don't use all them. All it does is it just shows the level, and I don't really care. Yeah, you but, know, unless I'm looking for like a collectible item, which that does help in those cases. But yeah, well, yeah. Otherwise, like I just want to keep walking and finding all the shit on the way. 
Yeah, because there's a couple there's a couple moons that are really high up in the air, like in the cap world, and it helps you see those. But I would have never figured out that this one had a fucking taxi on it that I had to focus on. I found one that I thought was pretty cool. That I mean, it's not that too far removed, but I was walking along and I saw like just a bunch of like the NPCs. It was in New Donk City. And uh, one of them, I was like, I'm walking. They all look the same. They all look the same. And all of a sudden, I realized one of them had eyeballs on his back of his cap. And like, what the hell? Oh yeah, that's and then, like something that happened. Yeah, something happened where I like fell off the edge of the map or whatever. Something happened where I didn't get to that character in time. So I was like, shit! I swear I saw a character that had eyes on it. So I like, ended up scouring the city and finding that character again. And that was a, that was a moon, of course. But, oh okay, because he's in so, uh, he's in the crowd area too that we talked about earlier. Yeah, it's like did the you, one. Did, did you find possessed. him there? person no i didn't find him there yeah. yeah he's in there also like as one of the extra moons like in that's the, awesome yeah so like because i was because i found all the moons in that part where we we're talking about where you have to move through the big crowd of people yeah. you, you basically have to find him and talk to him and you get another moon from it but i didn't find yeah, him yeah does he say something to the effect of like if you just like not tell anybody about this and let me be and i'll give you this yeah pretty much yeah he well, says that well, he says like he says like oh i really thought i'd blend into the crowd here i can't believe you found me and then he says, like, just don't tell anybody and I'll give you this move. And that's pretty much what he says. But, yeah. I think there's a hat guy in every level. Yeah, because I, I found him there, but I didn't find him anywhere else. Well, he's not in, he's not in the cap world because I, I got all the stars there, all the moons. I, I do love the fact the fact that in the post game, like, all the characters are every, all over the place. Like, yeah, right. It's like, cool. it's like you uh, unlocked the, the path for everybody else to visit all the different worlds. So. Oh, yeah, right. It's it, nice. It looks completely yeah, now everybody's, different when you go to world to world. Yeah. Like, everybody's all integrated. It definitely has that yeah. post that post game feel like something's yeah. changed because you beat the game. Well, I, which, we, which you didn't really get the other areas. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah, I found her. Yeah, no, they didn't get that in Zelda. No, I was gonna say, uh, I really like the ending, the very, very ending, because like uh, Mario like walks up to Peach like he's about to like propose to her, and then like and then like Bowser sticks the flower in her face, and then Mario sticks the flower in the face, and she's like, "Fuck both of you guys." She leaves on the Odyssey, yeah. and yeah. I was like so convinced that it was gonna like say, "Welcome to Peach's Odyssey," and all of a sudden you get to play her and like go through the whole game and do all this shit again, which would have been really cool. But now she's like out. She goes and travels, and you can find her in every in every level, and she's always wearing something different. And it's cool that yeah, it definitely gives that very much post game feel where like everything's happy now. Like Bowser isn't around anymore, even though there's got to be some sort of thing at the end, like where you play them again. Have you guys? unlocked like the i'm sure you guys both got the dark side of the moon right the first part i have yeah yeah but i haven't played through it yeah no neither have i because it's because it's just like a long boss rush where you have to fight all those stupid brutals and i'm sick of the brutals yep. like i'll come back to them eventually but they really like put that on you hard at the end of the, the main campaign like oh yeah they do so yeah which i really it like kinda, the game kind of ends in a boss rush mode which is sort of traditional but yeah i didn't feel like doing another boss rush like after that. I like the big robot, though, when they become the big robot thing. Oh, and you the have big to, robot was awesome. And yeah, you used cool. the Pokio on it and all that. And I love that... Plus, uh, plus it used Pokio, exactly. Well, I love that the last level was in Japan, too. I mean, that was super cool. Like, yeah, I liked so that, that was it. Nice it was like all super Asian and all that. Yeah. Using the Japanese theme and yeah, the really, music and everything. Yeah, really, really cool. Yeah, I really liked that level a lot. Like, it was really cool. Those and particle effects of the fire and the, 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 the air or whatever. Yeah. So then... They uh, gave it like you were, like, in a samurai war. For sure. And then you... um, But then you end up on the moon, which we haven't, we didn't even talk about the moon. But that dark side of the moon, what I hate is fighting those brutals. Like, aside from having to fight the brutals, is the fucking jump is off now. Because there's the... Because now you have no gravity. You know, that was, like... That became, like, one of my biggest annoyances from that part. You know, was that now that I jump twice as oh. high... It's, no, when you're fighting the bosses. Yeah, I'm saying it's hard for you to land on the brutal because you're jumping yeah. way too high. 
that was like really annoying for that. But I figured uh, out you have to stun them so they stop walking around. Yeah, no, I figured that. I figured that out too. Yeah. You got to hit them a second time with the hat. But it was still really annoying. Like I was like, I can't get to you because my jump is so fucking slow. Ah. Uh. And on the moon, those levels where uh, the moons where you have to like throw your you throw your cap at the scarecrow. So it's kind of like a microcosm of like oh, when yeah. you lose the water pack in Super Mario Sunshine. Like, yeah, well, the scarecrows are everywhere. Scarecrow, yeah. and you don't have your cap powers to like complete the challenge. You just have to do it platform style. Yeah, those those are all the so, timed ones for the most part. Seems like. Yeah, there is one level where you throw your uh, hat at the scarecrow, and then you go inside of a door, and then you're in and you're in a whole level where you don't have a hat. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. I it's... can't remember which one that was, but it's sort of like it did remind me of Sunshine. Where you lose the water pack. Oh sure, yeah, like the secret levels. But like those levels on the moon with the time, the scarecrow timing thing, man, those are really rough because like sometimes you'll just be waiting to like hit the ground so you can jump again to like move towards wherever you need to be, and it's all timed. Yeah. So you like have to get to the point where you're like doing the those long jumps, so you like stay closer to the ground, and sure. if you run into something, like you're stunned, and that wastes time too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The gravity's fucking cool though there's one point like i was standing on like the opposite side of the level but i was up in the sky and i could actually like i was like can i make this jump and i did like a long jump and made this like huge jump for no like didn't really serve any purpose i could have used the Mm -hmm. the fast travel to warp back to that spot but it was still really fun that i could like jump all the way across that huge chasm because of the gravity i mean have you have you looked at like what else you get from all of the moons no i didn't want to spoil it for myself okay i uh, I didn't look at it I, I, I got up yeah. to I got up to the one where uh, where you unlock the dark side of the moon, and then after that, it's like you need two hundred and fifty more moons, and I got I've gotten up to three hundred. I think I have three hundred and four now. Yeah, I have total. two. I have two eighty nine. So so I don't know what else yeah. is coming, but I plan on continuing to get more moons in the well, next week. Yeah, there's close probably to like, know a lot more about it next. Yeah, podcast. It's close to like nine hundred, probably right. It's total gotta be. is what I heard. Yeah, so. It's pretty cool that we're like only a third of the way through, so there's still a lot of the game left. Because you know, it's having... a huge game. Is this the biggest Mario game? Do you think? I don't know. I mean, maybe maybe not level wise. Because like, well, yeah, probably actually level wise. Well, we, we I guess got, we got spoiled by Zelda being so huge. Yeah. What if the? Uh, I know, like you know, they said there was no hub world, but I feel like all these levels are hub worlds, pretty much. You know, each of the I different kingdoms. See, now that I beat the game, they I kind of see why they didn't do a hub world. Yeah, well, because every level is a hub world. <laughs> That's why it they is. didn't do a hub world. Because there's a, there's usually a central area that has, like, the shop and everything, and you don't always get to that right away. Yeah. But once you get to it, you hit the flag, and that's already always, like, sort of a central area you can go to. Yeah. And disembark to, like, find things. And even in the post-game, it kind of those areas become really important. Like, they become central areas to, like, traveling to the where the new stuff is. Did you... Have you made enough coins to get the skull costume? Like, I really want that. But it's like... No, it's, not yet. But because I've like, been buying up all the stars I can from the shops. Oh, yeah. I'm wondering Dude. how many... I'm wondering how many stars are in there. Because I've probably bought at there's least, like, 40 already from the there's shop. There's a lot. So, I mean, there's probably like 100, maybe 200 that you just buy, which I is kind of annoying. I think there's over 100 yeah. that you buy, yes. Yeah, that's annoying. I didn't see something about that yeah. on a post-game. Because you can buy like 10 at a time if you have enough, if you have 1,000. So I've just been doing that, like getting it to 1,000 by 10. But Yeah, yeah. me too, because, I mean, eventually you can't buy anymore, right? But might as well buy all you can. Yeah, I, I haven't gotten but, to the point on any of them where you can't buy any. Where it stopped you from buying them, so I don't know. I mean, I'm sure I stopped buying them because I was I, I realized oh they're they're not running out. So is this like a like a cheap like you? Uh, oh, can, I hope I hope you want to yeah. 
I'm yeah. sure. It's yeah. not a cheat. There's, there's, no, there's a finite number at each show. Okay. I just don't know how many it is, but yeah. I do know you can only buy a certain amount, and it'll eventually say sold out. Yo, yeah, well, at that, each shop. When you're first going through the game, it does. It says sold out after you buy one, but in post game, I. I've bought like 20 and it still said that you can buy more. So I was like, Ugh. I'm just going to hazard a guess and say it's 10, but it's I more, bought five it's or more, six from one shop. It's more than 10 because I, I, I bought, I, I bought I 20 bought from one shop. From one shop yet to yeah. prove that point. No, I, I've bought a, I bought 20 from one and they still had some. So you bought 20 from one shop? Yeah. It's about, yeah, for sure. It'll show you. Maybe, maybe there's only, like, maybe it doesn't matter what shop. Yeah, maybe. I think that's there's it. A, well, it shows that. finite number that you buy. If you hit because like in the in the gold the gold gold coin shops the same for each area. Yeah, if you go, uh, yeah, probably. No, you're right. If you hit the minus button and it shows like all the stars that you've collected or all the moons that you've collected, it'll put a number by the shop one. Like it'll say like shop twenty or shop fifteen or however many you bought at the shop. Oh, so it doesn't mm-hmm. like it doesn't like if it if you have like ten left in the world or whatever, it doesn't. It only takes one away. It won't take like ten away. So, so, but it'll show a number next to it. So, yeah, it's probably like, it's probably like a hundred or two hundred or something that you can buy total, like in all of them, because I haven't yet to have any of them say they're sold out. So yeah. that's probably how it works. But I think I've, since it's the gold coin shop, that it's yeah. the same from store yeah, to store. it's same from store to store. But I've bought like almost fifty sense. already, so it's like crazy. You know, <laughs> that's actually how I got to the dark side of the moon. I just bought like twenty moons, <laughs> and then I was like, because I got tired of trying to find them. Did you talk to that? Uh, there's a character in the, uh, I think it's Toadette in the Princess's Castle in the Mushroom Kingdom. Oh yeah, Where she'll just give she'll just give you a shit ton of them for the achievements. Oh no, I yet? haven't no, I haven't found her. Where is she? Oh, you'll probably get like fifteen or twenty moons from her. Oh shit! Yeah, go in the castle and up at the top of the stairs. You talk to Toadette, and she's basically the in-game achievements system. Oh, yeah. I thought I did. I mean, I, you I, you just, like, did. you'll talk to her and then like you talk to her again immediately afterwards. And you just keep doing that until she stops giving you moons. Because oh, I, I went yeah. up to her the first time and got like 10, I think it was at least 10 moons. Oh, okay. Yeah, achievements no, I, I, I had achieved that. like without even knowing it because I was just playing the game. Yeah, because it shows it on the list, but it's all grayed out. So I, I guess I have to talk to her again. So that'll be, yeah, that'll put me over 300 then. One thing, uh, one thing that really disappointed me about this game is uh, there was no uh, no ghost house so far that I've seen, and I went back to the level with the dragon, and it's not there. That's probably like the closest thing that you have to a ghost house. But I really like that stuff, and it really bothers me. I haven't seen any booze, and we well, even saw... sure you haven't seen any booze, or did you not turn out turn around fast enough? Is that it? I saw a boo. <laughs> yeah, um, it was in Bow- the Bowser's Castle level, or Bowser's. I think it's called Bowser's Castle. Bowser's Japan? Yeah, whatever. But I found Peach. Oh, and she was wearing know, a boo thing game. there. Yeah. And she had a uh, she had a barrette in her hair, and it was a boo. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's not it was like a quite, shiny, like, yeah. gold boo that she was wearing in her hair. That's the only boo I've seen. Uh, your boo's boo. Yeah, because we, uh, I think we kind of jinxed ourselves because we said that that the boo power up was going to come back because you'll be able to possess boos, and uh, there's no sign of that yet. That's kind of a really weird thing. That's like, why is that not in there? I don't know. Maybe you can unlock it later, but I don't think you can. But well, there's so, there's something else to unlock after this because like you get yeah. up to two fifty and you unlock the dark side of the moon, mm-hmm. and then after that it tells you you need two hundred and fifty more. Yeah. So I just hit 300, or, you know, I'm a little over 300. I still have to collect, like, a lot, like, almost what I've already collected again, just to unlock the next thing. Yeah, I just hope it doesn't, uh, like, you were saying that you were getting kind of 
tired by some parts like playing the bosses or playing the brutals again and all that i just hope it doesn't happen like for the whole game like that where you're kind of like get a little tired of collecting some of the moons you know like i'm still into it right now but by next week are we still going to be like i like this game and i I mean like any other like collectathon game i just i get burnt out after a while and i just take a break and yeah i don't think it's gonna be anything significant like i think i'll play it every day i just won't be getting like 70 moons in one day like i did the other day you know, i'll be like <laughs> yeah, 10 no. here and there i think i probably got 100 today weeks. or close i don't know i did get a lot today but but yeah no that's what i'm saying i don't want it to be like moon fatigue or anything like that because i definitely want to go through it and find all of the moons i just don't want it to i don't want to be like uh i'm tired like i'm gonna be like i have like 700 and i still need like 200 more and i don't want them you know like i'm afraid of it doing like, that well like the korok seeds right like yeah you're feeling like about that yeah, well, I never tried to get, like, 900 Korok Seeds or anything like that. Zelda, I just kind of got to the point, because I didn't try to get all the shrines or anything. I just got to the point where I was kind of like, okay, I'm just going to go beat the boss. Enough. You know, like, I don't need to play anymore. It's kind of the, the, What I, I said to myself when Zelda was like, am I strong enough to win? Because if I am, then, then you know, yeah. that's the way the game wants you to be. You want to be strong enough to win, and then you beat it. Yeah, then you just so, go do it. Which uh, are we, the last shrines. Are we going to see the next Zelda DLC this year? Or is is it going to be next year? We're supposed December, to, right? We're supposed to. It's in the. It's supposed to come out. It's They've been pretty tight lipped about it. Yeah, it. I'm pretty sure it'll come out in December. It's good. I still can't believe that. I mean, like, I, it still blows me away that Xenoblade's coming out this year. <laughs> it's coming out like within a month now. I mean, now that we're in November, it's a month away. That's the next big release, really. Yeah, that's the next big, big release, but it's so close to like Mario. You know, it's like this is an insane year. For for the system, for sure. Like, is next year just going to have nothing? It's just going to be like we came out with everything. We have nothing left, guys. I'm sorry. Well, so far it's like <laughs> it's all indies Met- from here on out. Metroid, right? Yeah, it's but it won't be out next like year. Mainline that's supposedly going to be 2018. Yeah, uh, I don't know. I mean, what's yeah. left? We got Zola and Mario this year. So there's the Yoshi game. Yeah, there's a Yoshi. Uh, Yoshi Box World, whatever it's called. There's a Kirby, Kirby, Gaby, Kirby uh, game, yeah. I about that Yoshi game. I'm sure they have some more ideas. I really hope that they do... Uh, I wish that they do a, would do a thing like they did with Mario Galaxy, where they do like a Super Mario Odyssey 2, like a few years or a few years I bet down they the road. Would. That would be really cool. So I have a good yeah. feeling about that. And Luigi's in it. Oh, yeah, we haven't talked to... Do we talk it's about Luigi? It's either they do DLC or they do a sequel. I think it's going to be DLC. I think they're going to have all the characters and things that are missing from this one. Like booze and Luigi. Booze (laughs) and everything. Yeah, I think it'll be all the stuff that people want. And I hope that they do my guy a solid and make this a uh, Super Luigi Odyssey. Well, they could do like they did with uh, Super Luigi U and have like a DLC where it's all him. I want it to be all him. Yeah. It's time to shine. Something I forgot about the pre-ending to talk about. What about those tanks that you possess? Oh. Oh, the tanks. I like the tanks. Cool. tanks are cool. Yeah. The one thing that really pisses me off about those tanks, though, is that fire is not trigger. Just because I've played, you know, third-person shooters, first-person shooters, and it's always trigger. And if you hit trigger, yeah. you jump out of the fucking tank. <laughs> is what happens, and you get killed. <laughs> it's so annoying because yeah. it's really hard it to like. Weird for me because well, it's hard to a tank in a game before. Well, the problem with the problem for me is if you you know any third person first person shooter, you have to use both of the sticks to move to aim, and you can't move both the sticks and and shoot at the same time if it's not the trigger button. That's what's annoying for me. So you can't like aim around and hit Y. Oh, yeah. And if you and and if you pop into like normal third person shooter mode, you jump out of the fucking tank and you die. And I'm like, 
Uh, like it, if I just wish that you could just let me just use the fucking R button because I'm trying to play this like I would a third person shooter and I can't and it's annoys I, I me. didn't have that trouble with the tanks. Yeah, but I mean I can't you can't turn. Like you basically have to just strafe and shoot because you can't use the other. It's just, it just it's just really cumbersome for me and I wish there was a way around it. Kind of bothered me on that. And I really like that you could like do like a shooter type thing. And I mean it was I mean I know. thought the tanks were overpowered and that's why they couldn't like they couldn't jump so they were restricted where they could you could even take a tank. Yeah, so like, I, I guess the I guess the cumbersome times. say the cumbersome controls are like kind of to counterbalance the fact that you can just like blow anything away yeah. as a tank. I like that though. I mean, I wanted to play better, you know. But I really yeah. like the I really like the fight with the centipede that you fought there. That was cool. That was cool. If you do it again in uh, Mushroom Kingdom, there's like two of them. They'll they'll both come out of different portals and like and cross in front of you. It's pretty cool. So All I, right, but I beat that. Like the centipede's way lo- way longer. In the in the second time, and I, I didn't mind those second time around bosses. I thought they were kind of fun, like where they made them harder. Actually, my most hated enemy in the whole fucking game is those little mummy armies. Have you run yeah, into those I guys those a lot? Too. Yeah, I've, I've <laughs> never. I haven't beaten that special level in the mushroom where it like tells you the order to kill them or whatever. I haven't beaten that. Oh, the one with the um, treasures. We have to get to all the different treasures, and if you don't, they turn into mummies. Is that what it is? Because it shows like the one in the backyard. Yeah, it flashes up in the sky, and then it shows like a number, like yeah, something shows up in a number. I didn't really understand what that meant. I yeah. had to kill the mummies in the order. Yeah, basically, I don't think I've seen that one. No, you basically have to open the treasures in the right order. But if you do it in the wrong way, you have to kill all the mummies for the treasures to reappear. Oh, but, that. Yeah, basically, yeah, yeah. Basically, what I did is I took a picture of the number of the. Uh, I took the picture of it with my with my uh, switch. Smart. And, and I looked at it, and I looked at it, and basically went to and went through and did all of them, so you don't have to see the. Well, the game at all. encourages you to do that. Like it's kind of like close to Phantom Hourglass in that regard that it will have like things that'll show you and be like, take a picture of this, like this hint. Well, I did that for uh, Breath of the Wild too, like for yeah, some of the too. challenges where you just take a picture of it, and and there were even uh, those two shrines that told you to that say take a picture of this, and then I mean I haven't did it in, in the other Valley, shrine. I take pictures of recipes. Oh yeah, well I did the same so thing in the recipes. The shops and stuff. Yeah, but that's how you do that one. Just take a picture of it and then come back and look at it. Which they tell you to do that for the uh, when you find. Have you gotten any of those secret ones where you find like a picture on the wall from a different kingdom and it tells you how to do something? Have you figured any of those out? I've I seen have... those. I've not figured them out though. They're Me weird. Yeah, like there's one for the hat kingdom that just shows like a moon with a hat in the middle of it, and I don't know what that one meant. <laughs> I mean, I didn't obviously didn't get it, but. In order to get all of the moons for each kingdom, you have to figure out whatever that picture is. So you have to go to the different kingdom and get the moon from that picture, and then it counts for that kingdom where you found the picture, which is weird. Oh, that is weird. So I never finished the cap one all the way, because the very last one was that fucking picture, which is not the picture of the hat. The hat was from a different level. But yeah, it's it's like all these weird pictures that don't make any sense, and you kind of have to... Yeah, I think it was like from the moon or something like that. But yeah, so that it's almost like the memories from Breath of the Wild. Yeah, sort of. Because you would talk to that guy and the uh, each time, and he would show you the picture. And then you would say, "Oh, I need to find this like oh portion yeah yeah, yeah. Where I can see these three mountains in the distance. Oh yeah, no. from this angle. Yeah, no, you're right. Yeah, it's kind of like that. Yeah, you have to go over there and then find it. Which I haven't figured any of those out. Like I guess I well I guess I did on that cap one, but I don't know how. But yeah, I hope that I just hope that it stays uh, stays fresh. As it goes. I've only gone to so many levels, like, after, at the end. Like I said, I did the dragon level and the cap level, and now i am just been doing New Donk City because I was like, that level will be fun. So I had fun with that. It is fun. Doing the post-level stuff on that. And it's cool. Yeah, that- I pretty much just, like, went back to the beginning, like you said, and then, like, 
just like each time I go to a level, I try to get at least five moons before I leave. I think I sort sort of set my like record at that. So that if I like get tired of that level, I can go to the next one, get five moons, go to a different one. Oh, sure, yeah, yeah. You just do it until you get bored. But I'm also like I'm finding a lot that I didn't get the first time around that don't show up on that map, you know, because th- those are all the ones you unlock from the little boxes that you hit, and then they'll all show up on your map. Oh you know yeah, yeah, about yeah. You gotta boxes. break the you gotta break the silver boxes. Those things actually reminded me of uh, Lego Bat Lego Batman or <laughs> D- whatever the fuck it's called uh, the Lego Batman game DC the second one that came out on uh, PlayStation Three. It has a, it has a similar thing where there were these silver boxes that you couldn't destroy until you beat the game, and then you come back and destroy them. They almost look like the same fucking boxes. These. But they don't. They don't do the same thing. It's just like you get Lex Luthor after you beat the game, and he can destroy these boxes, so you can go find more gold Legos or whatever. But this is, yeah, it reminded me of that. Where you basically, yeah, a lot of those levels, you just go straight in there and you go straight to the silver box and you butt stomp it, and then it explodes, and then a bunch of shit appears on the level after that. Just or you can throw your cool. cap at it. You can throw your cap at it too. Yeah, that'll break it. Oh, I just butt stomped everything. <laughs> I just butt stomped all of them because it's still in my mind from all the old Mario 64 games. Yeah. But those are the ones that show up on your map, but there's yeah. still ones if you didn't get them the first time around that you don't see on the map. So, yeah. As I've been going back to like get all the, the X's on the map, I've been finding a lot of, that I missed the first time around. So, sure. That's been kind of fun. And then, like you said, finding the warps between levels, those are all cool. I've run across several of those, but not until post game. Oh yeah, yeah. I found have you guys gone into before. the? Have you gone into the movie theater in New Dog City? No, no, I haven't found the movie theater. That's cool. Oh, I won't spoil it. Yeah, I want to see that. Look, look for the movie theater. Yeah, for sure. Did, have you found? A, have you found a present for Pauline yet? Yeah, I, have. I found that. You did. Okay, I, I didn't figure out what it is, but I didn't look that hard. Like all I did was bring her an umbrella and a hat, and she didn't like either of those. You were close. Yeah, you were close. <laughs> yes. Uh, for the movie theater, look out for a line of people. There's a line of people. Oh, okay. Outside. Are they are they going to see the wizard? <laughs> That'd be funny if That's they incorporated it. It's just the full length feature of the wizard inside uh, <laughs> you Super Mario Odyssey. That explains that 750 megabyte upload. I had to do. <laughs> yeah. Right? Yeah. Right. Yeah. That's how how big it was. Like, what's this dot avi that they're updating? Oh yeah, Odyssey. it can play it somehow on the Switch. There's a movie player in there. We didn't even know. That'd be crazy. Just in the movie theater and yeah. Odyssey. <laughs> you have to go to the movie theater and Odyssey to watch any other sort of uh, torrented movie that you have. That's <laughs> it's on there. You can watch through that. Uh, one of the little how about how we talk about little like touches, little flourishes that make a Nintendo game a Nintendo game, right? So I noticed this today when you are playing the game, you go back to the home screen for whatever reason, the Switch home screen. Then you go back into the game. I noticed today that Mario tosses his hand up, like, in celebration. Like, oh, you're back. Oh, what, in the pause screen? I noticed today. Oh, I didn't notice that. Yeah, every time you touch the, press the home uh, button and go back to the Switch home screen, come back into the game, he'll throw his hand up. Oh, are you sure it's not like an accidental motion control thing? I don't think so. Oh, okay. I mean, I've, I've been doing it on the Pro Controller. Oh, okay, because if you move the controller, he'll do that, too. He'll, like, throw his hat up. Or if he's, like, throw... I don't know. It could, I, haven't, I haven't noticed it, because I... Is it, all, is it only when he's not in a costume? It was when he was in a costume, too. Hmm. Home button. Why do you have it right now? You can test it out. Yeah, I'm trying. It's not working at this part. Oh, I just died, so do it. Do you have to, like, go to the menu and then come back? I'm on the menu. Go to the home screen and then come back into the game. Yeah, he doesn't do it. He's just still standing there. Maybe I'm just twisting my controller. 
There it does it. <laughs> you twist your controller. Anyway, this game's ruined for me now. I'm taking it back. <laughs> Get rid of it. Get rid of it. All right. Fuck that game. Now we start complaints. The complaint section. Do you guys have complaints about the game? I mean, my complaints were uh, no booze. And no Luigi. It, and then it might get tedious. Yeah, no Luigi. Then it might get tedious from all the moon collecting. Yeah, but that's not a bad thing. That's just like, I don't know. I think I feel good that I might have to take a little bit of break from this. Because I did the same thing with Zelda. Like, there was a period of time where I played it a lot. And then I did that a lot for like a month. And then I'd start playing it for... A couple hours a day instead of like five hours a day, and yeah, yeah. Well, I think it's this moving. Is almost, this is moving a lot quicker for me, but we have to remember it's a uh, you know this is a portable game too. So yeah, if we you pick can up do and a little collect five five moons for one day, uh, you know, play for fifteen minutes. Yeah, you know, it's a portable game. Yeah, so. that is something that still like really blows my mind about this game is just how good it looks and it's portable. Like, just playing it on the thing and being like, this game looks so fucking good. This is probably the best-looking portable game I think I've ever seen, you know? I can I mean, agree it's, to that. It's, like, insane. Like, and it looks... And I, I don't really... I never found any sort of, like... I know people said there was, like, slowdown or something. Like, none of that happened to me. Like, everything played fine, you know? I didn't really notice much of a difference graphically between the TV and the, and the Switch handheld. I thought it looked great for both, you know? So... And I've mostly played on TV. I've barely done the handheld at all. Yeah. For me, I just I feel like I'm losing all the cool details that I'd like to see on the TV. Like you, like it's better on the TV or better on the Switch on the handheld. But it's better on the TV because I can see more detail. Oh, okay. Yeah, sure. The little tiny I mean, screen, all that 3D. Yeah, magic, but you have it. You know, you got it close to your face. Still, you know, uh, you'll see. Sure. It depends on the size of your TV, I guess. You know, if you have a smaller TV and you're sitting farther back, it's not as, not as much. How much? Uh, how many jumps did you guys get in the uh, jump rope thing? Did you guys do that? I think I got in like New 35. I got like 40. Apparently, you can get 100, or that's what... I think there's a moon for that, because that guy keeps saying it. Did you play the RC race? Did you find that? Yeah. Got the RC race. I yeah. destroyed the car. Did you get <laughs> Did you get both of them? Like the, the 26 second one, too? I think I just got one. I got both of Some them. Some days... So... The cool, one, one cool thing is you can see the leaderboards on each of these mini games. Yeah. And you think, oh, cool, maybe I'll get on the world record. But like, and then you're no. like 500. Like within day one, <laughs> somebody already had like 11,000 jumps on the stupid jump jump rope. <laughs> what? Like I can't even get 100. straight to the jump rope and just yeah. kept playing until that It's like I'm going to be the one. best jump roper ever. That's ridiculous. All right. Um, is there anything else you guys want to say for uh, spoiler stuff? We can always do more spoiler stuff later, you know, as we get farther into the game. Like when all sure. of us get all the all of the moons, we can always return to it and do another one for that. But I think we got a good amount of episode here. We could probably just call it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is a great game, and uh, I can't say much else besides. Yeah. If you got like this, well, if you got this far and you're still playing it, then that says a lot to the game. And I'm still excited to play more of it and unlock more stuff. I've only, like I said, I've only played like three levels post game so far, so there's a lot for me to look for forward to so i'm super excited about it but you know once again if you stay to the end we're still your hosts i'm trey johnson jeremy mckowski john nitter and you know you can catch us at nintendomainpodcast.com and you can download us on podcast places and watch youtube and twitch and do all that shit check us out and you can find my petition for a new luigi level on uh change.org coming up soon <laughs> yeah you should do that you should actually you should. ask them to go back in time and not make this game is what you should do i'm kidding right. but that sounds like something dumb from the you know where they're like don't make this game it's like we already did shut the fuck up man <laughs> it's like federation force that wasn't that bad of a game but everybody's so, like don't so make what it are your, what are your cappy eyes on back there i see them back behind you oh that's a, that's my halloween that's hat. hat can you see it i just see the eyes i can't see the hat part it's, oh, it's on the hat. Like it's just sewed it into it's the, the Mario hat. She sewed it into the Nintendo hat that I have. 
And I left them on there because it looks really good. So, yeah. Anyway, thanks for listening, and we'll see you next week. Talk to you soon. Get those moons. See you later. Oh, God.